Be there for the Gundam battle. It's going to be interspectacular, fantabulous. It'll blow your socks off. It's one of those things where machine versus man, man versus woman, woman versus your mother. Be there. It's a galactic Gundam battle. It's instupituous. Hey gang, welcome back to Gundam at MAHQ. This is episode 64, and joining me, Sobo Ryu, in this episode are my co-hosts, Neo. Hello. And Chris. Yo. And, and in this crazy episode, we're going to have a whole segment dedicated to the Straight Talk Express, where we talk about the Gundam fandom and the, um, the ups and downs of that fandom, and uh, we're going to have a, a nice extended segment conversation about some of the most recent um, events that have transpired in the Gundam fandom as of recently. And um, before we get to that, you guys have uh, anything going on as of recently? Any, any, any chatter out there in the Gundam universe that, um, before we get into the news? Uh, Everything that I don't like sucks. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Which is, which, is gonna, which is part of what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. There you go. Getting in the spirit. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'll turn the mic over to uh, Neo, our newscaster here, for his news. And um, have at it, sir. Oh well. The one thing I don't know is news, and I don't know about culture. But I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this anyways. But um, got a few articles here, and not too much, uh, because we're gonna save the good stuff for the segment. And just want to thank all the people that um, suggested in the Neo's listener submitted news article site. Um, about the issue that ends up being the Straight Talk Express segment coming up next. So you guys know who you are, so uh, thank you on that. But um, one of the first episode or one of the first articles I have here is from Furious Rodimus, and this comes from the old Anime News Network. And uh, you got to give it to Bandai. Um, uh, it, it, you can tell that the it, the economy has hit them hard because they must have um, they must have uh, uh, had a lot of extra beam savers from models. They overproduced them. <laughs> Because now uh, the Gundam Cafe is offering beam saver chopsticks, and nice. they basically look like the beam savers that come with like the perfect grade model. Sweet. So uh, you, you have uh, what Armoros from the RX-78-2, but um, I mean, a beam saver though wouldn't instantaneously vaporize your food if you really really use it that way. I guess you just have to eat raw food with it. <laughs> yeah, but that was. Still... It would also it would also vaporize your mouth once you put it inside. There Pretty much. <laughs> It's kind of like that commercial. I forget what it is, but there, there's one where it's like supposedly in the near future at like, it looks like Thanksgiving and it's like some dude is like cutting the turkey with like a laser turkey oh, thing yeah. or like an electric turkey slicer. And I'm just like, wow, that that's kind of cool. But wouldn't that just burn the whole friggin' thing? But um, anyways, I uh, just want to thank Mr. Furious Rodimus for his uh, suggestion here and or his first article. And the, the next article that we have here is from... Wow, this is two weeks in a row. This is from Soul Bro Ryu. I don't know. <laughs> some loser. Some guy stuck in the 80s. Yes, because, he is. Because uh, he's got some information here from, uh, you can check it out for hubworld.com. For all those people that can't get enough of the old G.I. Joe and Transformer stuff. 
I guess uh, Discovery Kids is going to be re-releasing uh, re some of that stuff on TV, and it's going to be uh, shown on like 12 o'clock at night. It's going to be called The Hub, and they're going to have Batman Beyond, the original Transformers, the only Transformers I care about. Oh, man, Generation That's the only one that matters, Generation <laughs> 1. Energon Cube's all for everyone. Um, G.I. Joe, a real American hero. So mm -hmm. if you want to see how, how, how people were raised in the 80s and who to hate then, um, there you go. That's a great one. There's going to be a new CG animated series called Transformers Prime, which I'm sure will suck. And Because uh, it's not... Well, I'm just going <laughs> through the troll troll logic. <laughs> there you go. And um, it's going to star the voices of Peter Cullen and Frank Welker, as well as uh, Slurpee Spike and The Rock. The Rock. That's going to be funny. <laughs> as well Megatron, as can you smell what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> Does he transform into a rock? <laughs> Megatron, have you ever... Do you like pie? There's cherry pie, pumpkin pie, energy pie. But um, I'm sure that'll be fun. And uh, I, just, just, to, just, to, just to... Are you going to let me finish my oh. article and then you can interject? Oh, okay, go ahead. Jeez. Um, <laughs> God, business as usual, huh? <laughs> It must be heard, and it must be heard now. Okay. Um, the last remaining. Oh, I just want to give. Is this Bill O'Reillyism? Answer the question. Shut up! Stop talking! I'm gonna cut off your mic. But answer the question. I just, I just want to finish up the lineup before you interject, okay, so I don't forget. Uh, GI Joe Renegades. It's also going to be a uh, a new series. It's, it's uh, the description here is A Team meets the Fugitive, and uh, another one is called Del Toro Quest, which is based. Uh, it's an anime based on a. Australian novel series, so um, definitely check that out. Solbro Ryu has some links here for hubworld.com, and he also provided some Wikipedia pages. So um, everything on Wikipedia is true. Yeah. Sure is. So especially uh, with Gundam, every so, single word. Woo! Chris, any any thoughts on on those new shows? I don't give a shit. Uh, Solbro, did, did you want to interject on anything about those new shows? I just wanted to, to clarify <laughs> that um, Discovery Kids is changing their entire format to uh, and name to The Hub. So as of the day of we're recording, it's no longer Discovery Kids. It's actually the channel's called The Hub, and um, it, it seems interesting. And most of the, it, most of the program is aimed towards kids and families. But at uh, twelve o'clock midnight on the weekdays, they'll be showing Transformers and GI Joe for those who are 80s heads. Or stuck that, in the eighties like you. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that, uh, it, 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 this is what. Uh, we media professionals, professionals refer to as rebranding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has a good word. Market penetration and synergy, synergy. Yep, there you go, and that's exactly what they're doing. So um, check it out if you're interested. I, I'll be, I'll be looking forward to it at least to some degree. I, I hear the hub. It reminds me of the place I uh, at my old college. Uh, that was like the center part of this. The uh, that was like the meeting place in the center of the school campus. So. I just find that funny, the hub. <laughs> so I'm sure everybody that's in uh, in that school will find that funny too. But thank you, Mr. Solbro Ryu, for your um, uh, for your um, submission there. And anybody interested in those shows and some of the new shows, definitely check them out. So because um, I'm sure you'll get the um, with the new shows, I'm sure we'll get all the the, the normal trolling for them. Um, I'm, I'm sure, especially. Now, what is it? Now that Transformers Prime comes out, now Transformers the Animated Series is like the best the best Transformers ever made, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, despite all the haters who are like, mm, the animation style sucks, it looks stupid. Mm. 
So it, can't so watch it, that crap. So it just moved up in uh, importance there. So um, I guess so. It's it's the double O effect. Now that nobody's watching, I could sing its praises. Yeah. <laughs> and another um, another article here from a new poster, Nin Shadow, or maybe Nine Inch Nail Shadow. I don't know. Um, it's but... Trent Reznor. <laughs> Sweet. I already checked his account. Yeah, is it? <laughs> well, he's not um, composer for movies. He's but, um, talk. Hopefully, by the time that uh, this episode airs, there might be some notes about uh, this. There's going to be a roundtable discussion after a, a special screening of the Double O movie on uh, the same day that we're recording this, October 11th. And uh, just go to. He's got a link there on GundamInfo.com. Actually, it's October 10th. I hate to spoil. I don't know. I don't know what world clock you're running on. <laughs> well, this is. Oh, I'm sorry. To, oh. I'm sorry. I thought today was the Monday. That's okay. But uh, check it out. Are you, are you that eager to be back in your cubicle? <laughs> I don't work in a cubicle. Oh, man. Not now. But uh, I have an office <laughs> with a door. Oh, sweet. And my own stapler. Your red swing line stapler? It's it black. It's black. Black you like your red swing line stapler. Black like my, my, my troll heart. Black as troll. I'm going to burn the building down. I'm going to burn it down because the, the Transformers animated series is great. Transformers Prime. <laughs> duck, 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 duck. We're but, just going to need you to push your desk back. We got some boxes in here. We got some new people coming in. So you could just push your desk back and I'll, I'll take that from you. It's been, what, what was it? It, it, it? It's been a clerical error. He was actually fired five years ago, but they just keep paying him. We, so we, we fixed the error. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thank you, Mr. Nin Shadow or Trent Reznor, whoever you are. Uh, go to Gundam.info, and hopefully there'll be some uh, some notes on this roundtable discussion that's going to happen tomorrow, which we thought was today, but maybe will, and I don't know. Speak for yourself. Don't say we. Hey, we're all in this together, man. But uh, thank you for your submission. And um, last uh, article here, and this will um, this is a great segue from this article into a Straight Talk Express in the first part. Even though we're having a Straight Talk Express as a segment, we we knew that you know we've this is unparalleled or unprecedented. We've never had two Straight Talk Expresses in one episode. So, um, and uh, this is from Mr. Flamex, and this is dealing with uh, some news that came out of the uh, New York Comic Con, which is going on this weekend uh, as we're recording. And uh, Bandai Entertainment has announced at the at the New York Anime Fest, New York Comic Con panel that on that Saturday that the Mobile Suit Gundam Double O, as well as First Gundam and uh, uh, TV series, are going to be on DVD with English subtitles and dubbing. And it's going to be the first time that Bandai Entertainment has released the First Gundam series with both English and Japanese sub- soundtracks. The 42-episode series will be released in two parts in 2011, i.e. it's actually 43 episodes for people that don't, uh, don't know or um, you know, have, have the old DVDs. And uh, that is because of, uh, well, Tamino didn't want the, that one episode released. And uh, they also announced that um, uh, Gundam UC... There's going to be um, some Gundam... They'll release Gundam UC on DVD... And after releasing the first Blu-ray disc only, so Unicorn, I'm sorry, and um, that's kind of good because unfortunately I don't have the first Gundam TV series. I have the movie trilogy, but I don't have the TV series, and that was like the Toonami-fied version that they released in the early 2000s. It sure was. Yeah, it was Toonami, which is cool because I always did like the opening that Toonami made for it. 
But um, even even hearing Brad Swale shout every day, take this Zeon rat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forgot about that. But uh, uh, as as I said, this is going to be the forty-two episode series. Which originally it's forty-three episodes, but that's because of um, Tamino. I don't know what his problem was. I think it was what he didn't like the episode, didn't seem it fit, and it was like Oof, animation. Freaking knows, but yeah. um, that was some of the stuff. But I will turn it over to Chris. Before uh, I start complaining, uh, I I would like to say, you know, I am glad that they um, licensed the Double O movie since it is airing as we speak, Mm -hmm. subtitled at uh, New York Anime Fest slash Comic Con. So that just would have just would have uh, made me burn with the anger of a thousand suns if they aired that movie subtitled and didn't announce it being licensed. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, you know, that's good. And I guess it's good that Unicorn's being released on um, DVD. On DVD, although I think it's a little odd that uh, Bandai Entertainment is releasing the DVDs because Bandai Visual released the Blu-rays, Blu-rays. But you know, by this point, I've stopped trying to understand how Bandai works <laughs> or why they do any of the things they do. Which leads me into my ranting. Okay, so you know, I'm very happy that they're finally releasing, um, you know, First Gundam uh, with the Japanese soundtrack, and they're doing it in a collection because before you had those ten individual dub-only volumes. Yep. Yet there's still this one problem of the missing episode, episode 15, which you can read a review on MAHQ. Mm-hmm. Plugging. And um, <laughs> and you, you can know, find it. You can find it online to watch. That too. Yeah. It's uh, it's a mediocre episode. It has atrocious animation. Yeah. Without a doubt, the f- the worst animation you'll see in the original series, but also perhaps collectively in all of Gundam. Mm-hmm. Right. It is just atrocious. I mean, if you see if you see the Zaku from that episode, good God. Yeah, it's it's pretty <laughs> it's, bad. It's a monstrosity. So if that's the case, you might say to yourself, Chris, what's the big deal? The big deal is that um, you know it's part of a show that is anime history, and I want to have it so that I can watch it. Um, you know, originally the the story back in 2001 was that uh, Timino didn't like this episode, yada yada. But I think that's a bunch of crap. I can understand that content creators have control over what they release, but I really am sick of this George Lucasian attitude yeah. of, you know, trying to um, manage content decades after the fact. A very obvious case of closing the barn door after the horses have left. You know, um, if Tamino doesn't like that episode, that's fine. He shouldn't get to decide what I want to watch. You put the episode on there, and I decide if I want to watch it or not. Well, I wouldn't expect Bandai to go and dub this episode 10 years after the fact, because I'm sure that would be prohibitively expensive. Just right. stick it on there subbed. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Put it in the extras section if you want to segregate it into, like, its own little ghetto. Yeah, that's, that's fine. True. But this idea of, I don't like it, so you don't get to watch it. I mean, does does the existence of this episode offend Tamino so much that he just can't stand the thought of dirty Americans watching it? <laughs> because there's a hypocrisy here, and the hypocrisy is that episode has always been available in Japan, including yeah. the recent Japanese DVD remaster. Exactly. So why is it that it's good enough for Japan, but uh, we can't watch it? Well, that, that was the point I was going to make. It's not like you can't find this thing. It's not like yeah. you, you talk about like the George Lucif- Lucification of stuff. It's like I've heard about that whole thing with the, the Star Wars Christmas special where, you know, that man, that man used like his vast wealth to like erase oh. that from, you know, uh, and, you, and you can understand that. But, you know, something well, like that. Well, not even that. Forget that. I'm talking about like with the, the, the Lucasifying. It's like with the yeah. original trilogy, he just doesn't want anyone to Once watch the, the original versions of those movies ever again. He just... Yeah. Just, just cannot stand the idea of people watching that. He wants you to watch his 
crappy CGified yeah. versions that he keeps meddling with every few years. And that's true. You know, I just can't stand that because you look exam for example at uh, the fancy edition of Blade Runner: The Final Cut. Mm -hmm. There's five different versions of that movie on there. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to watch the Final Cut version, Ridley Scott is not there hovering over your shoulder telling Same. you... You can't watch it. You, you gotta watch this version. You can't watch that original version. How yeah. dare you? You're gonna watch what I tell you when I tell you and you'll like it. Yeah. If you want to watch the odious theatrical version that has all of uh, Harrison Ford's voiceovers mm -hmm. and, and all of the things easily explained for you, you can do that. If you want to watch the European violence version, you can do that. You want to watch the work print or the early director's cut? You can do that. Or if you want to watch, you know, the final cut that Scott made, you can do that. But it's your choice, not, you know, some fat guy like George Lucas or some old bald man like Tamino saying, no, you can't watch this. Even if you want to give me money for this, I'm not going to let you have it. And that, to me, just is a very dumb idea because... Generally, it's like, don't you want the consumer to decide with their wallet what they're going to consume or not consume? And and the and the, and the thing that she said is like, it's not a yeah okay. Visually, it's horrible and stuff like that. And it's a and it's an average story uh, when it comes to the actual story. But the fact that it is available somewhere else, and yeah. we do we are able to see it. I mean, most people that have watched Gundam have heard about it and and have seen the I've I've watched the. The infamous, you know, Tamino episode, Same and here. yeah, it, 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 like you said, okay, you're not expecting a full voice cast on it, and all this, you know, touching it up and remastering and all this, all. But it but, was remastered for Japan. That's what makes it but, even worse. I know it was remastered for them, and I, I agree with you. I don't see why you just couldn't put it in as like a DVD extra. Yeah, or just stick it on there somewhere. There's no yeah. reason to not include it, and it would bother me less. If his attitude was global, you know, if nobody in the world got to have got it, it because he yeah. said, I don't like it and nobody should watch this. Well, but it, it's selective because they let Japan have it because we know yeah. that if they pulled that shit in Japan and didn't release that episode on those DVDs, it'd be a shitstorm. Oh, yeah. Well, You'd have otaku, you know, burning down all of their houses. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing about it, it's, it's With like... their mothers in them. It's oh, like we wow. said last episode where, you know, Japan doesn't care about the rest of the world. And, they don't. And, 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 the, and this is the thing. It's like, you know, the Japanese... We, we want... Bandai is just basically saying, we want you to buy this, but yet we're not going to give it to you the same way as we give it to the Japanese fan because they're better than you or they're, they're entitled to more than you or something like that. And it's just they like... They just have never been able to understand that Americans don't want to watch things that have been cut or edited. Yeah. I understand, of course, that, you know, if you're broadcasting something on American TV, you have to make allowances for that. That's fine. There's no excuse ever for things to not be uncut on a DVD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why do you expect me to pay you money for an incomplete product? And, you know, I am bothered by this. I'm still going to buy it. Yeah, right. I mean, if, if the here. original DVDs that came out 10 years ago had uh, the Japanese track, I would have bought all 10 individual DVDs, even knowing that that episode wasn't there, because as much as that bothers me, it's not enough to make me not want to enjoy having the TV series yeah. on DVD rather than, you know, 
bootlegs or fansubs or whatever, but it still bothers me greatly that 10 years after the fact, they're still just as clueless about this, and they just do not understand Americans are willing to pay you for the product as long as they get the same thing that people in Japan get. Mm-hmm. It's not a hard concept, but Japan, specifically, you know, these, these anime companies that take a very hands-on role in American releases, they just, after 30 years, they just don't understand this. Yeah, they still keep repeating the same mistakes. Now, my question to you, though, is, uh, do you own the original release on DVD, the uh, original American release that came out years ago? I do not, because why was I going to waste my money on some dub-only thing? That's true. I mean, I'd like the dub okay, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was always holding out for a future re-release I didn't know it would take 10 years. I did, though, buy um, the trilogy DVD, so I do have that, but... Okay. Yeah, I got that, too. I had always made it a point of, I'm not going to spend, you know, money for, A, a release that has no Japanese track, yeah. and B, is missing an episode. Well, you know, I, I guess I'm the, the one fool here that went and bought it. Uh, and well, it's it, doesn't you, it doesn't make you a fool. It doesn't make you a fool. I mean, that's no. just my choice. I yeah. just but, I mean, when I'm you bring not up, buying an incomplete product. When you bring all this stuff to light, yeah, it, it angers me, too, that they don't put that additional episode on there, as least as, as, as extra stuff. And, and, you know, if it's not too late, maybe they'll consider doing it before it's released. Unless it's already they printed, then that will suck. They, they don't care. Like, yeah. I, like, like I've said before, you know, um, unfortunately, when, when Bandai releases shows that have been directed by Tamino, yeah. those are handled directly by Sunrise rather than Bandai Entertainment. So, you know, we're in for a whole bunch of their, uh, you know, hey, we're from Japan. We understand the American market better than you Americans do. Whatever we do in Japan will work just fine for you. Yeah. So, just, mind you, these are this is this is the same Sunrise that when they released Zeta um, with dub titles initially, uh, <laughs> I was told that the reason they did that was because they thought that was what American fans wanted. Yeah, which is I mean, just... if they're that if they're that freaking clueless that, and they can't understand that Americans want accurate translations rather than just the dub script, do you think that they would care enough that we want uh, this missing episode and throw it on there as an extra? And, and, and the thing about it is, is here's your flagship. This is your flagship anime. I mean, this is this is something that you know that the the Japanese culture is very proud of. It's been you know it's their big franchise, and it's you know there's quite a few fans here, and and it, and it's growing. But the thing is, is yeah, it's it's almost like we're not good enough to like the same thing that they like. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, there's good people that work at Bandai Entertainment, yeah. and they know what the score is. But of course, their their hands are tied. They yeah. when when the order comes down from on high at sunrise, they can't do anything about it. There's only so much pull they have. So I'm not blaming them. No, and I'm sure that if they were able to be in charge of these things, they would fight for stuff like, let's throw on this missing episode. They would fight for these things. I'm sure they want to, but they can't because that's just the corporate structure. You know, the when your home office says you got to do it, you got to do it. Yeah, they have to submit to the word of God, basically. And I, Yeah, that and, um, you know, I'm sure... Bandai knows that this might have some kind of impact on sales and Sunrise is blissfully ignorant because we know that anime fans, they they don't need much of an excuse to not buy something. No, not at all. You know, you have the tiniest thing like, oh, um, you know, we, we didn't throw on this, you know, fifth version of the opening as an extra or we didn't put, uh, you know, karaoke on the ending credits and... You know, uh, we had to change this one shot because it, you know, would have been illegal kitty porn in America. You know, any tiny little thing, we had to make this little thing, little thing, is like 
a jihad of anime fans. It's like, I'm not going to buy this. I'm just going to torrent it. I'll show them. Yeah. Like, no, you never wanted to buy this anyway. You just needed uh, a self-serving justification to not buy it. So I've already seen that popping up with MSG. What? No missing episode? I'm not going to buy it. And the thing is, you know, there certainly are things that uh, Japanese companies and American companies do to anime that are worth complaining about. It's an issue of picking your battles. Yeah, right. You know, if, if, you, if you yell at anime companies about every tiny little thing, um, they're, they're going to ignore you. Do you think that they like hearing that every day? you think Funimation likes hearing um, you know, everyone complain about every tiny little thing to them? What eventually happens? It's, it's you know, the boy who cried wolf. If yeah. you complain about every tiny little thing, they're not going to pay attention when you want to complain about a very big thing. Yep. Like, say, a show being released with a missing episode. Yeah, which is pretty major. You know, it, it, I, I want the same experience that the Japanese got when they first watched the show, basically. And what, what bothers me the most is it's a missing episode for such a stupid reason. I mean, one thing yeah. would be like, you know, um, you know, the negatives got destroyed in a fire and yeah. you know, we've got this VHS copy or, oh, there's some copyrighted music in there and, you know, we can't uh, license it or, you know, whatever. That would be something. But it just comes down to the fact that Tamino doesn't like it, which is just so stupid. All the hypocrisy aside, the very reason for this is just so moronic. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So, got no disagreements there, man. Uh, it just comes down to when it comes to, to Bandai and Gundam in America, they can never give you good news without throwing in some disappointment. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, you, Damn. You, you, they always they always do that. The good news always comes with some disappointment. They they can't they can't go one step without going back to like like Double O only coming out on DVD here. Uh, you know you know you know you, most people wanted to come out on Blu-ray here as well. But yeah, oh, by the way, it was also mentioned um, during the live stream mm-hmm. um, that Turn A is not going to be dubbed. So yeah, oh. I wasn't expecting it would be because <laughs> you know. It's an old show. It's highly unmarketable. Mm-hmm. What what is the um, the benefit to Bandai of dubbing that? I mean, I've heard estimates that um, it cost you know around ten thousand dollars per episode to yeah. dub the average anime. Multiply that times fifty, and it's a lot of lost revenue. Yep. Yeah, we get it. That means we get well. Hopefully, we get the DVDs for you know cheaper than uh. Cheaper because of that reason. That's Maybe what I'm saying. You know, just give all these missing shows like that and Victory and X. Yeah. Just toss them on DVDs. And bring them out here. And put them out here. I don't need dubs. That's fine. If if, if no dubs means I can get them cheaper and faster, just send them my way. Or just and that's always at, been my attitude. Yeah. Or just get them at all. I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's like no offense to the people in the, uh, the fan sub community. They do their best. But, you know, a lot of times um, they're not always the most accurate. Uh, translations and if they're using like some of the ha- the HK rips yeah. it's just like oh my god Woo! you know what's That's... funny though is I see people Jeez. bitching these days about this is a, like another straight talk issue but we might as well throw it out here now right um, as you guys have probably noticed uh, because of the um, you know the anime market but also the economy we're mm-hmm. seeing a lot less dubs on anime and mm-hmm. stuff is coming out without dubs right I mean that's no big deal because I I like dubs, but I prefer watching anime in its original language, and I have no problem with subtitles. But uh, I see a lot of people now bitching whenever something gets released without a dub. They're like, no dub, I'm not going to buy it. And I remember, it wasn't too long ago, even well into the DVD age, people would still bitch about stuff 
getting dubbed. Yeah. <laughs> now they're bitching about it not being dubbed. Well, it's 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 Transformers animated again. You know, it's it's it's, 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 it's so it's backwards, all... and it's it, perfectly it... illustrated. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is amusing. Uh, also from the Bandai panel, um, I, I guess we're going into Peter territory here. Nice. Uh, they're releasing K-On. Mm-hmm. Oh, and man. you know that's like a moe like type musical show about a girl band yada yada oh boy so um they announced at this same panel yesterday that um they're not going to be dubbing the songs into english <laughs> so instantly there were a bunch of whiny fans on the forum of a anime news site that shall remain nameless <laughs> a, a a network of of news that is related to anime, you might say. Uh, don't, don't don't worry about them. <laughs> I, don't say. I I, uh, I sometimes take articles from them, so their time their 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 the clock is ticking on them. I've already so, killed two websites. <laughs> so they were all bitching like, um, where where where? What's the point of even dubbing the show if they're not going to dub the songs? And I want to hear a consistent experience in the same language. And where where where? I'm not going to buy it. It's like, oh my god, these freaking morons. And then I said to myself again, wasn't it just a few years ago that anyone would bitch whenever yep. a song got dubbed into English? Yep. yep. I remember the whole explosion over Beck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I remember that. I mean, this too. is like five five years ago or less that people would bitch to high hell. Because I remember that Funimation used to make it a practice of, maybe they still do, yeah. of dubbing songs into English. Yep. yep. Will be like, where these voice actors suck. They can't yep. sing. Why they're changing the lyrics? There's crap. Or why do I hear this dub song? And now it's the exact opposite. <laughs> Maybe I'm just like you know uh, getting to an anime fandom, relatively speaking, uh, the cranky old man get off my lawn <laughs> stage of anime fandom. But is is it just me or or is everything just like crazy and backwards now? Well, it's. Yeah, it's anime fandom. It's society in general. It's everything. I mean, we could we could go on for a while on that because it's it's just um, it is just way way out of there, and um, it's a shame because, like you said, uh, we have we have these companies are trying, and let's get even beyond the whole thing with Bandai. At least they're trying. They're bringing the stuff out, but you know, it's like people, like you said, people will have any little reason to not, you know, to not. Uh, buy something and yeah. and and they just and they nobody's consistent with anything it's like you know oh i don't want dubs why do they have dubs on here and now it's like oh we're releasing this uh sub only oh why don't, why don't they have a dub and it's just it's just stupid and it's it's just the reason why the um you know a lot of ways the fandom's just just killing the industry and uh, it's 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 destroying you know the this, the few fans that are out there that really just want to watch the stuff, just want to get it in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. it's just frustrating for them, and it's uh, you know, and and um, you know, it's it's just causing probably those people to move on because I I feel the same way. It's just like you know, let's let's pick our battles, let's do what you know, bitch when it really is needed to be bitching, and let's all the let's take all the other stuff and just let it go. I mean, it's not that important in the grand scheme of things. It's just the sound of a bunch of collective babies crying. You know, it, it never, you know, unless you can bring an intelligent argument to the to the subject, you know, uh, what, what do you bring into it? I mean, if you don't want to support your, your favorite anime's domestic release uh, and you just want to, you find a reason not to buy it because you've already st- downloaded the whole torrent 
uh, you know, of the whole series, and you're trying to justify that. You're just talking out your ass. You're not helping the show. You're not. You're not celebrating its release well, here in America. It's, and, it's, and even if it's just subbed, you know, there's going to be extras on there. You know, the, and uh, have a hard copy of it. I, I I can't count how many times I've had to go and buy a um a Hong Kong bootleg of a show because it wasn't out here and the subtitles suck. But you know, it's the best representation of the show I can get my hands on. And the you know, in 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 the case of Turn A Gundam, even though it's coming out here only subtitled. That's an achievement because now we might be able to get other Gundam series out here subtitled and have official releases of them and not have to resort to buying bootleg DVDs, which well, I think it's, is great. It's not, even, it's not even that. It, it comes down to the thing of don't bitch when the companies start cutting costs yeah. and, and they're having to do things because the last time that you were complaining about something, they did what you wanted yeah. and, it didn't, you, and you still didn't buy it and you still didn't support it. So now they're just like, the companies are just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then they're just letting it be. So They got to bring new content, but they can't afford to do all the bells and whistles they had before. And it's only because they didn't make enough money off the previous stuff. So, you know, it, it, we're just lucky that they're still bringing stuff out here. And that's the most important thing. Well, I don't have any, any more complaining yeah. to say about this subject other than, Bandai, I know you're not listening and you're going to be chumps anyway, but, you know, open your eyes. <laughs> yeah, so maybe exactly. this, this train to take a, a short stop at uh, the, the, the station to pick up some mail. Pretty much. All right. Because we got some. Okay. And, and, it's, and it's fresh. Fresh Ooh, mail. Man. Fresh, fresh mail. Fresh mail. So this uh, first question comes from uh, JCN Casval. All right. And he says, this question stems from a previous question with regarding to your audio podcast and a feedback from the forum for episode 61. If the budget and the technology is right, would you consider to start a video podcast for Gundam, a company with the current format in audio? So um, I would say probably not because uh, here's the thing uh, for everyone who listens on a regular basis. Uh, Solbro and, um, and Neo are in Orlando mm-hmm. and I'm in Miami. So you would need to have two cameras, and you would need to edit together these two different video feeds into some kind of like split screen thing. Yeah. And when we're recording episodes, I'm just sitting here like eating chips, drinking a beer. So the question is, one, why would you want to see me doing that? And two, why would I want you to see me doing that? Well, and I'm sure the same goes for uh, Solbro and, and Neo up in Orlando, where when you know, they're just chilling and recording. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here right now on my couch, uh, texting, watching the Bucks game in my living room, and we're recording. So unless you want to just see me do that, that's fine. But, I mean, in really in all actuality, mm-hmm. the only way that I'd really see it being um, any benefit for anybody is, like, if we did something on location. Yeah. And yeah, if we did a live show so, you know, at a convention, then sure, video might be yeah. something fun oh yeah to do for that you know if we do you know for a mega con or something like that but otherwise on a on a regular basis there's there's no point to that and it would just be more expense and and more work for us yeah i mean if 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 somehow god help us that we were able to sell our souls out to the corporate structure and have somebody where they actually you know pay me a, you know at what i'm making now or more which i doubt would happen um and have a studio environment and yeah that's yeah. fine i don't yeah. have a problem with that that's cool but, you know shoot we get paid for that and they're, 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 we got an actuality awesome i mean even then it's like what would you really want to see us about i mean there's a you just see us sitting behind like a um a table or like a a soundboard or something. I mean, I'll, just... I'll buy you a pair of suspenders, Neo. Yeah, I, I could do that. Well, I would wear suspenders. Yes, of course. What if somebody made us a Top Gear set, S set, 
Yeah, but the thing is, is what would never happen. But then (laughs) then you'd have to change. You'd have to change the whole dynamic of what it is. And and so who's who's Jeremy Clarkson if we have a top set? Oh, that's all. That's all Neo. I'm Jeremy Clarkson. (laughs) You're Richard Hammond, and he's James May. Because we always crap on him. But James May is knowledgeable, though. That's oh, the damn. thing. I'm that's, not knowledgeable. I'm yeah, just damn. Uh, I'm, I'm more. I'm more Richard Hammond in spirit than I am James May. Like like James May, he may get ragged on, but he knows what he's talking yeah, about. Jeremy, Jeremy and Richard always go after James. <laughs> they do. They so. do. So that's a that's the one inconsistency. No, I, I, I'm Jeremy because I I set everybody on fire and you, you know <laughs> make these grand statements. I like explosions. But I I was doing that long before you were, so I'm really Jeremy Clarkson. Man, maybe we're. I'm gonna let y'all do. Maybe we're the two sides of them. Maybe maybe you're series one. Jeremy Clarkson and I'm the reboot. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I can live, I can live with that. I I have less hair, so if you want to do it that route, but um, yeah. In response to that, I I think I don't even yeah. Like Chris said, I think that's one limitation. But the other thing is, is you know, I don't know if you really want to sit there and just see us just sitting there and and speaking about the same things. So, whatever, you know. So we got uh, another question, and we're only going to do uh, two questions this time because we don't want to exhaust the mailbag now that we've caught up. <laughs> <laughs> the danger. Yes. Uh, this one comes from The Goose, who asks um, it's a couple of parts. Since you've given your opinions on the DC Universe animated original movies, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what you guys think of Marvel Comics' original animated movies. Doctor Strange, The Invincible Iron Man, Ultimate Avengers, Hulk versus etc. Uh, I have not seen any of those, so <laughs> no, no comment. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I thought as much as I read the comics every month, mm-hmm. um, and you think as much as I do love Iron Man, you think I'd watch that? I hadn't seen any of them either, and <laughs> I, I've wanted to, but I just, I just haven't, and so I really can't comment on them myself. Well, that makes three because I haven't seen any of them myself. <laughs> um, I will say this. Um, well, we know that because it's uh, a part of the fall schedule. Or oh, F you, man. So, <laughs> but no, um, I, 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 yeah, I, I sad to say I do want to see the new um, the Iron Man uh, OVAs that they're coming out with. And I know those uh, those Marvel animes we're definitely probably all going to end up watching. But um, other I've than already, that. I've already watched the first episode of the Iron Man anime. So, so yeah. have I. <laughs> Once again, you're the odd man out, as usual. I, I'm the odd man out. I'll get on top of that. Man, tw- 20 minutes. Man doesn't have 20 minutes to <laughs> get away from that DVR or Street Fighter. <sighs> yeah, thank you. Um, hey, no, didn't you know, man, this this guy, I, I know this guy's been glued to the computer screen for the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Freaking exactly. been streaming like a nut. But um, uh, let me not get off topic. Chris, I have a question for you. Um, Getting back to DC movies, did you see uh, Apocalypse yet? No. You haven't seen it? It's pretty good. The, the last good. DC movie that I watched was uh, Red Hood. Red Hood? I have that. I still need to watch that. I've got that on my DVD. I got that on my DVD player. I, I just need to hit play. But I did watch uh, Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, and it was a lot of fun. I thought it was really well done. So, uh, next question. Also, how do you feel about their own animated shows that have aired on TV throughout the years? Did you watch the 90s Spider-Man, Hulk, Fantastic Four, etc. cartoons? Did you? Did any of you suffer through the rotten CGI and mullet-haired Iron Man cartoon? <laughs> yes, yes, I have. With uh, with with the the dashing Tony Stark. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I've watched all incarnations of all these shows. Some are good or some are bad. Um. Some of the bad ones are like Iron Man Armored Adventures. I don't ever want to see uh, Playboy. Well, you're getting ahead of yourself, so don't don't yeah. don't talk about that. We're talking about the 90s. The 90s yeah, the, the 90s. Yeah, 
I mean, as cheesy as the Iron Man ones were, they were um, they were okay. And I saw the 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 Spider Man ones. I always enjoyed, of course, the X Men ones yeah. were good. Uh, Fantastic Four. Watched a little bit of it, but I've never been a huge Fantastic Four fan. Um, I always understand its relevance in the Marvel universe, but can't say I'm like um, you know glued to their uh, comics or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, you know, they were they were pretty pretty decent for what they were and what it was so and um, um soul bro i the ones i watched in the 90s probably i i did watch spider-man for a little while i watched the first couple seasons of that um a lot of great voice a lot of great voice acting talent in that show um i wasn't big i, I loved how spider-man was animated but i wasn't big on how um the x-men animated series was animated i watched the first season and i just fell out of it um, it just it was had a l- really rough look to it that I it was supposed to be emulating how the comic books looked at the time, but I just wasn't feeling it. But um, Spider Man was probably the best one that I I watched in the nineties. I I liked that. Um, I I dug the show and and where it was going. I just fell out of it because by the time I think season three ro- ran around, I was working jobs and whatnot. So Saturday morning wasn't really a big part of my life. But um, I thought it was pretty cool for what I saw. And um, didn't uh didn't the nineties Maybe I'm wrong. No, I guess it didn't come out in the 90s because it was based off the movies. The CG Spider-Man came out in the early 2000s, right? The yes. Okay. Yeah. The M- 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 MTV the Spider-Man. Yep, yeah. yep. That one came out, I guess, in the early 2000s. Yes, because it it's in the universe of the movies. Yep, that's right. So um, other than that, uh, I can't really think of much else that I, I watched that was Marvel-related, but that's me. So uh, I watched the 90s X-Men um, I enjoyed it a lot at first, but it got kind of stupid later on, so I stopped watching it. Yeah, it did. Uh, I love the 90s Spider-Man yep, uh, mm-hmm. with the horrible CGI. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great show. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Fantastic Four, I'm like Neo, never have really been a fan of Fantastic Four, never will be. I understand also how important it is in the Marvel Universe, but I don't care for the characters or the rogues gallery or anything about Fantastic Four. Yeah. Save for Doctor Doom. He's always awesome. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't care. Yeah, but uh, Doctor Doom became more like a universal true. kind of villain. True. So. Yeah. Iron Man never watched the 90s show, and every once in a while I would watch the 90s Hulk, but that's it. So, the next part of the question, how do you feel about Marvel's recent cartoons like oh. Iron Man, Armored Adventures, or Wolverine and the X-Men? <laughs> I the only one saddened that Spectacular Spider-Man won't get a third season. No, no. you not. No, you are not. <laughs> Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, Spectacular Spider-Man. I enjoyed. Wolverine and the X-Men, I enjoyed. Uh, like I was about to say earlier, Iron Man Armored Adventures, I Ooh. can't do Playboy billionaire Tony Stark as an 18-year-old swarmy kid uh, fighting crime with him and Rhodey <laughs> while doing chemistry class together. Cause, nice. You know, if you if you go by the, the history of Tony Stark, mm-hmm. he was like getting his freaking PhD at MIT when he was 18. So... <laughs> It's like, uh, I understand why they did it, but I'm not going to sit there and support it. <laughs> I'm not at all hot on, on the adventures of Teen Tony. Yeah. Because that's just not not that serious. I mean, perfect example. Would, would I want to watch, um, you know, a young Doctor Who with a, uh, you know, young Doctor with like a little mini sonic screwdriver in like a uh, little mini TARDIS flying around having adventures? Yeah. No. As like a 15-year-old? No. No, that'd be retarded. That'd be the stupidest thing ever. So why would I want to watch like a 16-year-old, um, you know, teen Tony as a crime fighter? It's it's a dumb idea. It's like wanting to watch James Bond Jr. It doesn't make sense. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, let's be honest. To- uh, Tony Stark in whatever incarnation 
always was a little bit older than a lot of the other Marvel characters. You know, yeah. Exactly. Spider-Man and all that. And, you know, the, the whole idea behind uh, Tony Stark is he had adult problems, you know, his drinking, his business, his women, and all that stuff. And, you know, it, all the things that people hated in the Iron Man 2 movie uh, about, like, his drinking and stuff like that. Hey, that's what Iron Man is. So I know you guys all knew about Iron Man because you're all omnipotent, but uh, you were <laughs> wrong. So I can deal with teenage superheroes like Spider-Man because yeah. he started off in high school. That's, that's the story. That's fine. The right. X-Men. But Tony Stark didn't. Yeah. So, no. Uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, I adored that show. I think mm-hmm. yeah. getting written by Greg Weissman, who I've been a huge fan of ever since Gargoyles, yep. that's probably the best animated depiction of Spider-Man ever. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it got canceled only because um, it got canceled because of the merger, right? Practically? Pretty much, because yeah. it was the, the, the cartoon was produced by Sony, mm-hmm. and now you know it's in Disney's hands, and they're doing almost the exact same show themselves, but branding it as Ultimate. Jesus, man. I mean... So it was just a victim of bad circumstances because, you know, what benefits Disney more? To have to be in co-production with Sony on Spectacular and have to split some of the profits mm-hmm. or to cancel that and make a show that's 100% their own yeah. and airing on Disney XE and that they're going to merchandise and that they're going to get all the money from. And, and, the same, and, and it's the same reason that why. it's not going to be good either. I mean, that, and it, it, like you said, it, that's... Well, it might be good. I mean, it's, it's yeah. based on Ultimate Spider-Man. I don't know uh, to what extent uh, Bendis is involved if any right we'll see i mean i'm looking i'm as disappointed as i am that uh the spectacular had to get canceled and now this show is taking its place i'm not going to hold it against this show just like i'm not going to hold it against transformers prime yeah that it's replacing animated so um it's it's like know. it's like we've been saying some you know behind all of this is a business yeah and in the end that's why some of these decisions are made because of businesses it's and, and it's the, wolverine i'm sorry to say we'll never get a second season it's yeah. Which, you know, if it wasn't for that last scene at the end of season one, it'd be okay. Yeah, I know. You just gotta you gotta stop it right there. You're like, oh damn! <laughs> it's like, god damn, that's gonna be a great second season. And, and it was canceled for the same reason. The, the the I guess the the merger also. But um, any of you guys watch um X Men Evolution? Yeah, I like the show a lot. I, I thought I didn't, it was you didn't like it at all. Some I, some episodes are good. I didn't, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said uh, I didn't you, watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it? It took a lot of liberties because you know it, it presented all the a lot of the X Men characters as, as younger, but um, except well, for Wolverine. Who is who is older, but like you know some of the other characters. Yeah, they're are... all in, they're all in the same high school, yeah. and it's you know it's it's kind of like the original comics to an extent, but yeah. when it comes to with them being high school age, but they were they... Uh, some some episodes were good, but it, towards the end. It, kind of got a little weird but well, they started introducing a lot of newer marvel characters towards the end too like x-23 and well, that's where she that's know, where she came from that's where she came from. what from um x-men evolution yeah yep she's uh she's an original of x-men evolution and i didn't they, know that i thought yeah. she was in now the you co- do wow so is it the whole harley quinn thing then mm-hmm. wow that's cool i didn't know right. that and they just they just recently redid all the wolverine comics they stopped wolverine wolverine origins all that stuff and they rebranded everything and now there's dakin's got his own logan's got his own and then there's now an X twenty three comic that yeah. just came out. So I saw I saw a little bit of that um yep. just recently, but man. I also uh didn't watch what was that that late nineties Spider Man that was after the nineties Spider Man but before the MTV Spider Man it didn't last too long. Well the one in the future? Yeah. Uh Spider Man twenty ninety. No, right. no, no, not 2099. It was... Oh, the... Oh, okay. I know which one you're talking Spider-Man about. Spider-Man Beyond. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I never really watched that one. But... Damn it. I, I need to know. Yeah. Petey McInnes. It, it, it'll, it'll, it'll come to you. 
my but gosh. back to the whole. No, Wikipedia is going to tell me right now. While you're doing that, I'll, I'll just do some final comments on the whole Disney Marvel thing. I, you know, like I said, it's I understand why it's all happening. It's a shame that those shows got canceled. Spider-Man Unlimited. Uh, Spider-Man oh, yeah. Unlimited. Yeah, That's I never right. really, I never really watched that one. I watched 2099 though. That one was, that was pretty cool because it's that alternate take. But oh. was 2099 ever a cartoon? I don't think so. I thought it was. Do you guys remember? Um, this is harkening back to the '90s X-Men, but um, remember the pilot that uh that came out for X-Men originally in the late '80s? Oh, I heard that was horrible. Yeah, it was. Asked. It was. It was, never it seen was it. well animated, but it was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's so terrible. Uh, the um, I know that the character designs of the um, the arcade beat 'em up for X-Men are are, are it's like this it features the same kind of designs and whatnot too for you that, mean the for one that. that's coming out on psn and xbla yeah i saw i heard that getting out to comic-con too they're re-releasing it six players online co-play man that's freaking awesome i'm looking forward to that so let's uh let's wrap up this mailbag the last part of the goose's question yeah one more huh yeah. One other thing is, surprise, a mecha question. Oh. Know of Chris's love of the Zeta Gundam and Neo's unhealthy obsession with Gun Tank, but do you guys have any super robot designs that you like? Does Sobro like the older look of Tetsujin 28? Does Nero secretly have a hard on for the title mech in Razafon? Does Chris cry in a good way in the night while dreaming of the skull chested mecha known as Guy King? <laughs> he does a little. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't have a thing for uh, Super Razafon. Oh. <laughs> so does anyone have any any favorite uh, I have robot designs? Gal Figar. That one was Gal Figar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. From Final. I um my my favorite is um Geki Ganger three from uh, Martian Successor Nadesco. <laughs> okay. Um, definitely, I would say one of the designs I enjoy is uh, Genesic Gal Gygar. Oh, mm-hmm. nice! Actually, a lot of a lot of uh, Okawara's uh, brave designs are really nice. Um, yeah, some of the stuff his dad in Dagwon, uh, Gold Ran, pretty much all his stuff in in uh, in the Braves is is pretty good looking. Uh, what else? Uh, definitely the uh, the Guy King from the 2000s reboot, as well as its upgraded version, Guy King the Great. Those are great designs. And um, anything else that jumps out at me? Um, uh, Mazinger Z. I still yeah. like it, it's. It's so classic. It's so whatever. But I still like Mazinger Z. Yeah. Um, you and know, then, because you see just the influence of that in later incarnations, and like you said, all the Okawara stuff uh, from the Brave series, especially like the stuff where it kind of puts the um, the animal. You know, you got kind of the animal looking in, integrated with the super robot. I've always I've always liked myself too. Like so. with Mazinger. Mazinger I do like too, but yeah. I. I for whatever reason, it, it you know, I guess I'm kind of like those people that uh, have the thing for the RX-78-2. Yeah. It's like I still just kind of like the original. It's Man. like all the other, all the inter- incarnations of the RX-78, but, you know, there's a lot of people that are just like, I just like the original one. I'm just kind of the same way with Mazinger or Mazinger Z. It's just like, it's the original, so I, I just kind of like it. How do you feel about Zambot 3? Uh, what, the show or the mech? The mech. <laughs> uh, it's it's interesting. And uh, it, not my favorite, but it, it, it's 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 kind of interesting uh, how it is. And, you know, the old the three-piece uh, ensemble. Yeah. You do kind of like that. and so. Oh, of course, uh, Gurren Lagann. I can't forget that. I love oh, him. yeah. Gurren Lagann. And also, I'm a fan of uh, pretty much anything by Masami Obari, mm-hmm. like... Um, Dan Kuga mm-hmm. and um, you know some of the stuff that he's done on Super Robot Wars, including his recent um, redesigns and his characteristic style of uh, the original generation mecha for the uh, the new Super Robot Wars anime that he's directing. Oh, what? I was about to say when this episode got released, I'm sure uh, Pedro Bear South was like screaming at his <laughs> at his uh, at his iPod or his computer. Green 
log in. Let me log in. Come on, Chris. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, that's 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 my roster. Yep, that's me too. I, I do dig Super Robots, even though people know me as, like, you know, the Gundam guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The H- hater of Super Robots and uh, what was it, Bandai's bitch? That's, yeah. that's your other moniker. Uh, <laughs> Bandai's bitch. Critch Squanche. Instead of Defender of Destiny, you're a bitch, bitch of Bandai. Of Bandai. <laughs> I, I, I'll just add in the end, um, I, I have a thing for combining robots too, and I've always liked Combatler V and that design, as well as um, the Gundam's favorite um, combining robot, Voltron. Um, I to say, uh, Dyke, uh, was it Golion? The Go Lion version of Voltron. Oh. I, I do. I still like the design, even after all this time. But, uh, well, you got that cool CGI still of like what could be in the the live action all week. week. <laughs> petition time. Petition time. So, but all right, Chris. I guess we're done. All yes, right. that's it for the mailbag. So keep those questions coming. Now that uh, you know we're caught up and need to have them uh, keep coming in so we don't run out of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Head on over to uh, mechatalk.net and check out the Gundam section and find the uh, the mailbag uh, thread there and you can submit your questions there too for um, future, future iterations. And if there's nothing else, uh, we'll be back with our, our extended segment here at Gundam at MAHQ in just a moment. <laughs> You're having a bad day. That's it. I'm through with you, man. I'm calling some of my homies. I'm getting alone, and I'm stepping the off. Greetings. I am Andrew Cook, the host of Pretentious Internet Theater. Each month, I bring you the finest in literature that internet fan fiction has to offer. Join us, won't you? At tinyurl.com slash pitpodcast. Remember, there is much drama on the internet, but only the best makes pretentious internet theater. This episode of Gundam is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Right now they're offering special discounts to our listeners. Just simply go to GoDaddy.com and use the code GUN8 for 10% off any order not already discounted. GUN9 for $5 off purchases that are $30 or more on any items not already discounted. .com domain names are as low as $7.49 if you use the code GUN10. And last but not least, code 20H1 for 20% off hosting plans. For more information, you can go to Gundam.net and click on the GoDaddy link in the Sponsors and Special Offers section. Don't wait too long. The domain name you've always wanted might be claimed by someone else before you know it. Register with GoDaddy.com today. <gasps> oh! Oh! Damn you, Roger! Damn it! Damn you!
This segment of Gundam at MAHQ is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. The internet's not written in pencil, Mark. It's written in ink. And you published that Erica Albright was a bitch right before you made some ignorant crack about my family's name, my bra size, and then rated women based on their hotness. Erica, is there a problem? No, there's no problem. You write your snide from a dark room because that's what the angry do nowadays. I was nice to you. Don't torture me for it. Hey everybody, this is uh, Chris. Welcome back to Gundam at MAHQ. And for this segment, we're going to do our first time ever Straight Talk Express outside of the news. Because today's topic is one that definitely warrants a discussion of its own and is absolutely Straight Talk Express. So um, anyone who is a Gundam fan and follows websites like MAHQ is probably aware of the recent shutdown of the Nagi Kiong blogspot, which ostensibly is due to um, him being tired of dealing with trolls. The real reason we know is that Neo used him as a news source. Yes. <laughs> so you might as well cop to it right now. T- uh, two down. Uh, Ganoda, now this guy. Um, so Anime News Network, uh, any of the other things, you, you just... You, all those working in Anime News Network, time to update your resumes, because it's coming. <laughs> Get you on Fox so, News. So, are, are you putting out? Are you putting out? Uh, are you putting out this uh, this call, this claim of who you're taking down next? Uh, no, because it's um, I do it stealthily. So it's like, <laughs> yes, you're, you're the, the the slow assassin with yeah, the slow I, poison. Exactly. It's if if you've been touched, you know it's coming. You just don't know when. So so basically, you're uh, you're Alan Rickman in in Robin Hood. You want to use uh, a spoon because it's dull and it hurts more. Exactly, exactly. So um, yeah, that's uh, that's basically that's basically it. Yeah, I, I'm, I claim responsibility. Joke, joke. Because <laughs> I'm sure some people believe that I did. So, but joke, joke. <laughs> All right, well, I guess uh, you know if uh, if you have a website that you like and you're going to be submitting stuff for Neo's news, uh, you might want to think twice about it. <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> there's been quite a few, and there's some. I'm sure whoever uh, replaces it, replaces this one, uh, or you know, future people that start up new websites or blogs, just be very careful. Because if you like these people, it's, uh, time time will only take. Because I think I, I start. I think it's been a year since I started uh, quoting this blog. So uh, if, if I'm uh, if I'm SRW Hot News, I think I'm sweating some bullets right now. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> them too. SRW Hot News, uh, a- Anime News Network. Uh, who else? Uh, I can't remember some of the other ones. Hey, that... You've quoted from CNN a couple of times. Yeah, look well, where they at, man. They yeah. fired Rick Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> as long as he doesn't come back down here, we don't want him. <laughs> we don't want him back. Oh man! For those who don't know, uh, just as a, as, as a very, very, very minor aside, Rick Sanchez came from Miami. So if you couldn't stand him on CNN, oh. please be aware that I had to grow up watching this guy on TV. I didn't know that. I did yeah, not know that. Yeah, man, you'd be surprised who a lot of these people that come from Florida. Oh man, are on, he came like, from uh, Channel Seven, which is our our Fox affiliate WSVN, mm-hmm. that in the '80s and '90s popularized the type of journalism of if it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! <laughs> and <laughs> he was at the very forefront of that. Unfortunately, yeah. there's a lot of people that bleed in Dade County. So, Did we just get an admission of one of Chris's childhood heroes? Nice. Nice. No. <laughs> he's, the, he's the negative example. Oh. <laughs> what inspired him not to be a bad he's journalist? The, he's the example of, don't ever be this. 
<laughs> he's scared you straight. He, yeah, he's he's the example of uh, you know this is you you want to be responsible as a journalist. Mm. Realize your power that you have sometimes. But anyway, right. uh, back to the subject at hand. Um, you know, by now it's been uh, it's been about a week since uh, Nikki Keong the blog shut down. And if you're not familiar with it, it was a great blog that was devoted to uh, model kits and gunpla and pretty much anything relating to robots and common writer and everything. And Nikki Keong. Uh, he methodically calculated all of these things and posted pictures and release dates and news and it was a great resource. It, it very much um, was sort of like uh, a replacement for Ganoda mm-hmm. in the uh, merchandise category. Yeah, because Ganoda was sort of an all-encompassing blog for Gundam stuff, but this blog covered beyond mm-hmm. Gundam. But it was mainly limited to merchandise. But I would visit that blog multiple times a day, as I'm sure many people did and um recently there popped up a notice that um he was thinking of shutting the site down by march and he was considering his options and then the very next day there was a post of now i'm just closing it now so it was a very sudden thing because you know sometimes with websites when they shut down you have some advance notice like you know this is the end of the line and yada yada so long thanks for all the fish (laughs) but uh in this case it went from one day march to right now so if you go to uh, his website, which is obviously still up, uh, com, it's in our show notes because we've linked to it many times, he put up a very, very long, long uh, essay going into his reasons for um, you know, why he's shutting down the blog. And um, it is very long. It's uh, sort of written in a stream of consciousness format, you can tell. So there is uh, a certain amount of repetition. And um, if you've been reading the blog for a while, you can... You can tell that English is not his first language because he's from Asia, but that's that's not an obstacle. It's just something that you'll come across every every once in a while with certain turns of phrases. But um, what it comes down to is in this whole uh, long essay is that he's displeased with the state of Gundam fandom. And unlike a lot of other websites that shut down, he made it clear that uh, it's certainly not an issue of time or other responsibilities. He's just sickened of the fandom. And he goes into several things, which we've talked about a bit before, and we're going to go into some more detail about again. And um, obviously, being a merchandise-focused blog, he talked about uh, the gunplot aspect of fandom, and that's something that we really wanted to get into. And we had invited Andres on as a guest because he does have quite a bit of insight into this topic. But unfortunately, his motive died just before um, we were about to record. So uh, we're going to only very lightly brush on that topic because we want to come back to it next episode and um, have him on so he can share his opinions with us about that. So we are going to mention that because... It kind of goes hand in hand with this discussion, but we're not going to talk about it as much as if he had been here with us. So watch for that in the next episode. So, um, you know, just in brief, one of the things that, uh, that Nagi mentioned was the factionalism of Gundam fandom, something that we're all very familiar with. He goes into things like, you know, the UC fans, the Unicorn fans, Double O, Wing, C, Destiny, yada, yada, and how that the, they're always at each other's throats. And, you know, what he's saying is a lot of what uh, what I would agree with to the point that uh, I was reading this this long essay. And I thought, hey, did he steal the J-Talk Express when I wasn't looking? Yeah, exactly. I had to go into the garage and check and like, wait a second. Is it missing? <laughs> did it get jacked the other night? 
Did those teabaggers come back and try to jack it again? It's like, I do live in Miami, and I, I do realize we have a problem with uh, car thefts. So. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it, it was. The, the bus was there, and, uh, you know, so I, I guess he didn't steal it, but uh, he certainly did, did in spirit, uh, appropriate the Straight Talk with, Express. With, with Dennis passed out at the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think it can be boiled down to the, this factionalism of Gundam fans. We boil down to that, for whatever reason, uh, being a Gundam fan, it's it's a zero sum game, yeah. and for a lot of people, for I don't know why it is, but um, liking a certain series or a certain universe means that all the other series and universes have to suck. <laughs> My Gundam's better than your Gundam. Oh. They they they're mutually exclusive. There there is no coexisting. So um, you know, having introduced, I'll, I'll kick it to you guys. Uh, some top some comments on the topic in general and some of the insights that uh, that Nagi shared in his essay. Well, I mean, I, I think you know it, the whole dealing with um, the different fans and the factualization of of uh, or factualization of um, the different fans. It's something that we've definitely talked about a lot of times. And it it just seems like as we get on and as things start to you know move on and 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 Gundam you know Gundam shows and it just seems like it starts to get more and more prevalent and it's just like the just the straight how nasty and malicious some of these people can be about things and it's just like they can't they can't get past the fact that sometimes people have other opinions when it comes to certain things and let's be honest i mean in the end we're just talking about robot shows and like how important is it to be so friggin uh you know troll raged about all this stuff and i i can see where this you know people like him the geek you know they have these problems because it's like here here's a guy who's taken time out of his day to talk about something that he likes and he wants to he wants to share it to others that have the same um you know the same passion and the same liking of the things that he has to deal with. But unfortunately, the people that enjoy what he's doing, you never hear from them because they're the ones that, um, you know, they, they like what they're seeing. But then when you got to deal with all the idiots and the douchebags out there that sit there and it's like, oh, see, it sucks, this sucks, Universal Century's the best. And it's just like, it gets really, really grating. And it's like, you know, even when we've talked to Chris about some of the things that he's had to go through, it's just like, you know, th- this this whole thing of like, people where they put words in your mouth and you know and and they they think that oh they know what you actually think even though you might have said something because you're not gushing over about something that automatically means that you hate it and it's like wait you know that doesn't that's not what i meant but um you know i can understand why he did what he did because in in the end it's just like why am i going to deal with this because all i'm going to hear about hear from is the people that hate it or the people that are going to give me crap about it or other people crap about it. And in the end, it just becomes very childish. And, you know, it's 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 unfortunate because this was a very good site. And, and it was one of those things that did take over for Ganoda. And I think, um, you know, especially dealing with the merchandising side, a lot of people love the merchandising side. And, um, you know, the stuff was very, uh, pretty thorough and, and he did what he needed to do. But... It doesn't surprise me that this happened, and I kind of have to applaud him for being as, um, you know, as quick as he was. I mean, like you said, he was thinking about doing this in March, but he said, you know what, screw it. Why am I going to wait till March? Because I'm, because I'm sure as he as he spoke about that, he even got more crap from these people. So he's just oh like, yeah, because there was tons of because uh, yeah. he he mentioned that you know, he had like a pre 
a pre-closing post of, you know, it only briefly went into that he doesn't like the state of Gundam fandom and he was going to go out, you know, like, uh, you know, calling out a lot of people. And I saw, like, you know, lots of speculation on, uh, you know, M, our buddies over there on 4chan's Mechaborn. They're like, oh, man, who's he going to mention? Who's he, who's he going to talk about? <laughs> and, of course, someone had to, like, make some stupid mention of Mecha Talk. Like, okay, whatever. You know, I, I guess I guess I guess the trolling just can't be you know complete over there without an obligatory mention of of MAHQ. Hey, advertising in some in some <laughs> negative some negative fashion. So um, you know, there's all this speculation, like all these threads, like oh man, who's he gonna talk about? What's he gonna say? What's he? Oh man, he's going crazy. Oh look at him, he's just being all butthurt because of some internet trolls and yada yada. It's like. Uh, what the hell do you think he's talking about, assholes? Exactly. He's talking about, he's talking about you. <laughs> and and, uh, and he's I, talking about he's talking about people like you. And oh, I, I I find it funny because they'll sit there and they'll talk about somebody like him not having thick skin, but the trolls are the worst. Yeah. Because once you throw it back in a troll's face, oh, they can't so, they can't stand being called out. Yeah, then they're they so thin, yeah they're so thin-skinned and defensive. Yeah, their skin is translucent. Yeah. <laughs> And and it, and it all comes down to the biggest problem that we have. We have a lot of people sitting in their mom's basement behind a computer, and they think that because they've been crapped on in their life or whatever, and they're socially awkward, that it's a lot easier to sit there and, and, and say all these grand things and, and troll people about stupid crap. And, you know, it's like I, I always challenge trolls. It's like if you want to troll me, that's fine. Why don't you troll me in my face and, 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 and see what we can do about it. Hey, you know, it's 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 all stuff in that Penny Arcade comic, uh, the general unified internet dickwad theory. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, I, I was telling Neil at the beginning, uh, before we recorded the segment, um, uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, but uh, there's uh, the Social Network came out not too long ago, and um, there's a scene where. Uh, I guess uh, what's his name? Um, Jesse Eisenberg's Mark, character, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, he um, he's trying to get back with his ex-girlfriend who dumped him in the beginning of the uh, the movie, and she what what he did in retaliation of being dumped is yeah, pretty trolled much her. trolled her in like the worst way possible, comparing her to uh, how how ugly she was compared to other girls on campus. And um, there was a point where you know she calls him out on it, saying that you know you you put me on display for everybody there without you know a second thought. You know you trolled me from your cave. You know, because it was easy for you to lash out at me. And I'll probably use the, the soundbite at the end of the segment just to make it clear. Because she puts it so eloquently. It's almost like a, a perfect description of what a troll is. And Well, um, mm-hmm. I should know as a disclaimer that from all the uh, accounts that I've heard that uh, that movie takes a lot of liberty with it reality. Does. It does. But um, I, I just I like the scene Kinda for like what Wikipedia, it is. Wikipedia, huh? <laughs> so, you know, Kinda I'm like sure what? I'm sure it's an entertaining movie. I don't doubt yeah. that because I, I, I love David Fincher movies. And I'm a big fan of Aaron Sorkin, oh, of course. but um, you know, because he's awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, let's let's just keep that in mind when mentioning the Social Network. That yeah. uh, you know, maybe that happened, but probably it didn't. <laughs> it was just a great conversation on a commentary on on what a troll is and whatnot. And I, I found it very poignant when I when I saw the scene because she pretty much nailed it. Her character pretty much nailed it in that movie when she was describing what he did to her um, in the context of the film. So um, yeah, as an aside, I would mention uh, if you did see that movie and and you liked it and you want to hear more about it uh, recently the slash film cast uh, they had a very good uh, discussion in an ep- their most recent episode about that and uh, I would recommend uh, checking it out it's a good discussion and they also had a separate episode of their podcast those bastards where they uh, had a 50 minute interview with Trent Reznor about the soundtrack 
Oh yeah, nice. Which, by the way, if you haven't heard this soundtrack, it's an amazing soundtrack. And uh, that's what I keep hearing. Trent Reznor he put out a uh, five-track sampler, mm-hmm. and you can get the whole thing cheap on on Amazon and on iTunes. And basically, if you're a Nine Inch Nails fan like I am, a ginormous Nine Inch Nails fan, and you liked uh, the Ghosts instrumental album, this is sort of like the continuation of that. In a that's what I, that, yeah, that's wow. what I heard. Yeah. So that is fascinating. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But but after Back to the main it, yeah, <laughs> not, stop pimping out the social network, please. You're welcome, David Fincher. You're welcome. Yeah, and, and we um, send we, those royalty checks my way. Exactly. That's but, exactly but you can, what I was gonna say. You can, but but Sorkin, you can keep the cocaine for yourself. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, I guess we'll be waiting. I guess we'll be waiting for those checks, just like those ones coming from uh, Bandai. Just give me. Hey, more. you never know. We might get the ones from David Fincher first. Yeah, probably. Just give me more sports night. That's all I'm asking. Got money. <laughs> or, or maybe we'll all get banned from Facebook because the real Mark Zuckerberg will hear this and he's like, "Screw you guys." <laughs> Whatever. Nice. Can't get banned if you're not on it. <laughs> I'll be like, "Screw you! I'm going back to MySpace." Yeah. I'm starting a band. I won't have any friends, but I'll be there <laughs> myself, hanging out, just in case. Anyway. Anyway. Back to the back topic to at hand. Yes. Solbro, you were saying. Um, other than yeah, the social network. Yeah, back to your point. Back to my point. Um, <laughs> do you know what your point was? Do you know who you are? I do. Do you I know do. who you're at? Sadly, I do. <laughs> no, it's it's a sad commentary on how things are on the Am I going to get Bill, Ry- Bill O'Reilly on you? Bill O'Reilly. What, what are you saying? What are you Come saying? on, speak it up. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> Answer the question. Shut up. Answer the question. Shut up. I'm going to cut off your mic. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, this is a love America. How dare you answer the question that I'm demanding that you ask? Because <laughs> of comedians. How dare you have an opinion other than mine? But yeah, it, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs mainly because this is just another casualty when it comes to um, you know the effect of what trolls have on people. It's it's not easy to ignore negativity, negative negative content, um, com, you know, comments and interactions with with so-called fans of your site or regular attendees of your site. I know Chris has been putting up with it for years, and I honestly <laughs> don't know how he has done it because he has so many stories about so many interactions with so many visitors of Mecha Talk and MAHQ that you know he could probably write a book <laughs> at this point. And um I, I commend, you know, Nagi for going as long as he did. Uh I, I, he had big shoes to fill when it came to Ganoda because you know even though he did the merchandising aspect of it, there's a lot of Gundam merchandise coming out in Japan. And yeah. he covered he covered And he did way more than that. I mean this yeah. guy did he did tons of common rider, he did Macross, yeah. oh he did God. He was huge in the common rider. Yeah, yeah, I mean this guy did like anything that was remotely like robot connected he would cover or and sci-fi you, and, and you gotta you gotta put it in in some terms too i don't think he was trying to replace ganoda no he was just doing he this just because be, he just sort of became the de facto replacement. he was fil- he this was, was just something he was interested in yeah and he had a passion for and yet and, and and it comes down to it's it's the same thing that we've been saying now you have someone who you can't say that he's now not affected for you know what he did yeah. you know and 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 for his liking of these different things because it probably is, you know, I'm sure he still likes all these shows and stuff like that, but his experience because of these idiots yeah. and, um, you know, it, it just makes it. And I mean, I even experience it with, uh, with our show. And oh, it's yeah. like, sometimes I sit there and I'm like, you know what? We, we sit here and we have these people and it's like, you know, Oh, well, we want to hear your opinions on stuff, but if I don't like your opinion or I don't like your, you know, what you say about something, I'm just going to go on there and say, oh, you hate this and you hate that. And it's like, what, 
I mean, I'm, and then and then saying, oh well, you mismanage your uh, your 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 um, your authority, or or you know, people look up to you as uh, you know they take your opinion into account. It's like you, you know what, if somebody's really going to take my opinion to watch something or not, mm-hmm. that's fine. But you know, in the end, you you make the own you make your own decision. I'm not going to sit there and crap on you just because of um, you know you like something or not, unless you're Peter. That's the only <laughs> time we do it. But that's <laughs> but that's that's because we like Peter. So you, you got to slap around your little brother sometimes, you know, just just so he knows where he where he stands. But, but I mean, it, mm-hmm. you know. People, people, when they do reviews on this stuff. He's young and we're so old. Yeah, exactly. I'm just, Ancient. you know, it might be because I'm, I'm younger than you guys, oh, and I'm, I'm idealistic, and I'm Canadian, and you, you know. But oh, come on, there's no need for that. <laughs> hey, we like but, Peter. I mean, I, I in small doses. There's a lot of truth to where you know you may be getting, you may receive a whole lot of praise for something, but that one negative comment, a whole lot of love. Well, yeah, a whole lot of Zeppelin on our ass. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You may get a whole lot of love for something that you put put out there, but that one negative comment can just still ring in your ears after all that time. Because especially depending on how it's delivered and how how intense the hatred is well, presented the in there. I think that's yeah. probably more or less the same thing. Because yeah. the thing about trolls is, unless you start really acknowledging them, they start to they keep prodding yeah. and they keep prodding and I'm sure that's what happened with this and this guy was probably like you know what I know there's going to be good people there's going to be bad people I'm always going to hear about yeah. but after a while it was just like he probably woke up one day and was like you know I'm doing this it takes a, you know maybe it takes three hours out of my day each day mm-hmm. and you know I'm hearing more people that crap on it and um, you know I, I think one of the things that if you like if you like people that do websites like this or whatever yeah um I think sometimes you need to let them know that it's like even with us, mm-hmm. you know, we hear more from trolls at times than we do more from people that like us. Right. And it's and like there's, there's nobody who doesn't like being praised. Yeah. And, it, and it's like we're pretty thick skin, especially me and Chris. We don't care. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go toe to toe with any troll there is. And uh, but um, you know the, the thing is, or perhaps is, toe to troll. To, uh, toe yeah, to troll. toe to troll. <laughs> but the, but the thing is, is you know to to help you know from these things to to further on like this is if we if you find websites like this, tell these guys that they're doing a good job because I bet that's what it was. You know, he probably got one or two emails a day or one or two emails a week saying, "Oh, I love your website" and stuff like that. Not including the the twenty five emails a day he was getting. I can't believe you you're sticking up for Universal Century seeds to crap or. That's the biggest thing that gets me is that you can't like another Gundam universe if you like one of them or you know this. Well, that's can't... why I said it's like it's a zero sum game. Yeah. One of them is good at the expense of another one being bad. Yeah. I mean, can't you celebrate all of Gundam? I mean, there's always bad aspects of a franchise that you might be into, but you know, for the most part, there was good things in Destiny. There were good things in 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 uh, in G Savior. I, I can't hey, think hey, of hey, no. Hey. There's no good things I, in G Savior. I can't think of any, but you know. No. I mean, no, there are none. I, you know, and and and, and saying destiny, yeah. you're almost bringing him out. I don't, 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 don't summon the, the specter of the defender of destiny. I can hear, I can hear the music now. Do do, oh jab, man. So, you know, I I've been critical of of Gundam, obviously, because I oh, I yeah. viewed all of it, mm-hmm. but uh, with the exception of G Savior. Um, there's something I've enjoyed. There's at least one thing I've enjoyed in every single series. Yeah. You know, Destiny, I think, is pretty much a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. But there's parts of it that are great <laughs> that I really enjoyed. 
yeah. you know, there are those bright <laughs> spots. Um, originally, I was pretty hard on Wing, but over the years, rewatching it multiple times, and then finally re-reviewing it again, which I just wrapped up, yeah. you know, my opinion changed considerably. And uh, if you see it now, you know, the show uh, rates a lot better in my eyes. But um, you know, I can enjoy, I can enjoy all of Gundam. You know, I I can enjoy Universal Century without having to say that alternate universe sucks. Yeah. Much to the, uh, you know, to the contrary of, of trolls, because over the years I've been called every name under the sun. I've been called, <laughs> um, you know, a UC elitist and a Tamino elitist and, you know, uh, uh, a whore of Bandai and you know, yada yada and all sorts of other names that would uh, have to make Sober tag this podcast as explicit. <laughs> Well, you know, and the thing is, at first it did bother me when I was new to this sort of thing. But um, yeah, and the first like sustained trolling for me uh, was about eight years ago on the Game Facts uh, Anime and Gundam board, mm-hmm. where um, you know there were people like every week there was a thread of people complaining about my reviews. Wow. And they would just go on for pages and pages complaining about what I said about that episode that week. And, oh, I was such a UC elitist and, you know, blah, 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 wah, 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 wah. And at first I was like, what is with these people? What, you know, it, it only bothered me in the sense of like, what, what is wrong with these people? Not like, oh, my God, there's something wrong with me. You know, I've never felt that way. I've, you know, I do what I do and that's it. Right. Well, I, uh, and and you know, is if you take a minute to think about it, it's like this is some armchair critic who's sitting at their computer. What do they know? What do they do? Yeah. You know, are they the are they the one who's out there? You know, spending their time, you know, updating a website. Because let me tell you, you know, not easy. <laughs> it's not easy when you do something like this, like what Nagi did or what I do. It's a labor of love because yes. God knows. There are so many things I could be doing other than doing this website or doing this podcast. Exactly. I mean, I can't tell you how many thousands and thousands of hours I've put into MHQ over the span of 10 years. Time that I could have spent doing lots of other things. Yeah. But I did this because I loved it. Yeah, time you didn't even have. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I didn't let other people's attitudes affect me because you can't. Yeah. You know, if you let them influence you in that way that brings you down to their level and they win Mm -hmm. which is why you know i respect that he made the decision that he did make and you know after he put up that first post you know i did send him an email of of well wishes but um you know it was his decision to make and i respect that he made that decision but i wish that he hadn't had to make that decision yeah that the climate were better and we've talked about you know all these divisions of Gundam fans in the past, but it's not something that's really specific to Gundam. I think it's just um, specific a in general of the internet in general. Because if you compare the factionalism of Gundam fans now, it's so much worse than ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there are several shows now that didn't exist ten years ago. So you know, there there were no people who were you know like yeah, Double O's awesome, everything else sucks, or you know, Double O season two sucks, it's the worst thing ever. And there was no Seed is awesome, Destiny's awesome, Seed sucks, Destiny sucks, because <laughs> they didn't exist ten years ago. Rabbit season, Duck season, Rabbit season. Exactly. <laughs> but you still had ten years of people who were like you know. Wing is awesome, or Wing sucks. You had people who said 10 years ago, just like now, um, 
all of the UC by Tamino is awesome, or mm-hmm. all of the UC by Tamino sus. Oh, jeez. Uh, you had people who said, G sucks, or that X sucks, or that turn A sucks. You know, and I'll admit, of course, that uh, I had harsher opinions of G and turn A mm-hmm. at the very beginning on my first impression, but, you know, I, I learned from my mistakes and I opened my mind. But you had that factionalism back then, but it was limited to, you know, message boards here and there, and it was a lot more civil. Yeah, it was. This is not me talking through uh, rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. I mean, it was a very noticeable difference, you know. Yeah, there were some people who would troll on forums like on Gundam.com or Gundam Project, but, you know, they had names to go with. Yeah. Even if they were just made-up usernames, you know. You just ban them and they'd be gone, and they'd be gone pretty quickly. But now it's just this pervasive, um, you know, atmosphere of, of vitriol. Perfect example. I'm sure lots of people in Gundam fandom are familiar with the notorious troll codename V. Yeah. yeah. This guy who, among other things, is, is a blatant racist. Oh, jeez. Uh, you know, he just goes on and on and on. He just hates everything. He describes everything with, like, um, like anti-gay terminology and anti-gay language. Right. It is you, extreme, you can, probably. It's you can, extreme, you, yeah. You can, you, can imagine, you can imagine what he's saying for yourself. I won't uh, indulge him and, and, and repeat the sort of things he says. Right. But, uh, it's the sort of stuff you'd expect to hear, like, you know, from your average 13-year-old on Xbox Live. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that gives you any indication. But he just goes on and on. It's like everything is like somebody phallic insults somebody else. You know, he, he, uh, he's been banned from pretty much every Gundam form there is. Well, for some reason, they let him comment on SRW Hot News, and I don't know if he's still there, but for a while, it's like, you could go to any post, and if you saw there was, like, if it were something mundane and it had, say, 30 comments, and there'd be no reason for it to have 30 comments, you wouldn't even have to click on that link to know that he's in there commenting, oh, this is a piece of crap, Super Robot War sucks, and Gundam sucks, and it's all gay, and all these other horrible things, and wah, 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 and uh, the guy just doesn't stop, he's like a troll machine. Damn. but, and the reason I specifically mentioned this guy, other than the fact that everyone knows him, is that he's just indicative of this environment that we have now. Yeah. You know, that there are people who dedicate so much time to, um, you know, just being hateful. Yeah. I don't mean in an amusing way like Austin, but I mean like, you know, they're just out there spreading their hatred. Kind of a related example. Uh, you guys are familiar with uh, Dig.com? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Okay, so uh, Solbro, mm-hmm. did you hear a while back the controversy about the Dig Patriots? I didn't hear about that. I, I heard that um, I think Kevin Rose is leaving, but um, or something like that, or Dig Nation. But that's about the last of it. But what happened? Okay, so for those who don't know, uh, Dig is a website that's been around for a long time. It's sort of like a social news site where you can post stories and people either dig them, you know, commenting, <laughs> you know. Giving it a dig is that you like it, and then you know the more digs something has, the higher it ranks. Right. Or if you don't like it, you click that you bury it, which was something you could do under the old system. They removed that. Right. Recently, it was uncovered before dig switched to their new system. There was this group called the Dig Patriots. It was an operation for like a year and a half. Whoa. And it was a group of very conservative, like right-wing Republican dig users mm-hmm. who were constantly colluding and organizing and actively going out and um, burying in coordinated efforts any story on any subject that they viewed as being too left-wing oh, or liberal. That's disgusting. 
on every topic imaginable, technology, science, education, politics, uh, or they would target specific users, mm-hmm. you know, who they thought were, uh, were too liberal and too leftist. And, you know, if you look this up, I mean, it's got its own Wikipedia entry. That's how serious it was. Oh, wow. They had a very substantial effect because they had people who – they had ships of people trolling stories, burying things uh, for such an, a long amount of time. And there's, like, chat logs of, like, okay, we've got to get someone from this time to this time, and we've got to watch this from him. And I'm reading this whole thing because I've been a long-time Dig user. It's like, this is so ridiculous. Why would anyone waste their time on such a useless endeavor? Who – who freaking cares what gets <laughs> voted up or down on some website? If you think that everything on Dig is like, you know, liberal, leftist claptrap, don't go to Dig. That's exactly right. Why are you wasting so much of your, or, you know, all of that time that you spend, like, trolling through looking for stories to bury, why don't you create your own blog and write about these things that you don't like, preferably in a sensible, restrained manner? Yeah. And you then, know, but and that's then, like and lick it on dig. <laughs> exactly. But this was like a very well coordinated like censorship squad mm-hmm. that decided this very small group of people that, you know, everyone who goes on dig gets to see what we want them to see. And they basically gamed the entire system. Oh. So that to me is like that's just the ultimate example of, you know, people being so hateful for no reason. Why are you deliberately being hateful about something? That's something I just can't bring myself to understand. Well, I, I think a lot of it comes down to this, the simple fact of this. And the, the, as good as the Internet is and, and as well as it's done things and it's, it's opened people to, like, new experiences and new information and stuff like that, a lot of people have lost, um, you know, what it is to be a person and what it is to just do things. Because, you know, and, and I... You know, you brought up the thing like the social network movie and stuff like that. I, I think with, I think with just the whole thing of like people feel empowered sitting behind a computer and they say things and they do things that they would normally not do um, if they were in front of people. And I, I think that's just the whole culture of it because I notice now people are more socially awkward now than they were five years ago. And you go into bars, you go into places, and it's like you talk to a girl or something like that or. Or whatever, and they're like, "Do you have a Facebook page? Do you have a MySpace page?" It's like, really? It's like, wow, I just can't talk to get to know you, or something like that. I can't talk to you in person. I have to talk to you uh, behind a computer screen. Yeah, and and I mean, as cool as those things are, mm-hmm. I think it's really done that. And it's like I said, you know, this whole thing of like, you know, if you want to troll me, that's fine. You know, if we're at MegaCon next year, come up and troll me in my face, and and and, and you know, and See you know, what? and and say some of those things, say some of those nasty things to me. Because, you know, have the balls. Yeah, exactly. You know, for the most part, I, you know, I'm probably bigger and, uh, you know, a lot tougher than you are. So, you know, do it at your own thing. But the, but the, but the fact of the, my, my whole point of everything is, is the fact that people are just becoming more nasty and, and mean just to be mean. And, and in a lot of ways, these websites and these forums and these social networking things, the only people that get noticed are the ones that are nasty, bizarre, and extreme. And that's what we have here. And then you, you know, and, and you have the casualties like this guy here in Nagi. And it's like he's sitting here taking out his time to do something that's very nice, very informative to a lot of people. But yet, because he's not, um, he's not placating to the same thing that this, that Troll A wants, Troll A is just going to sit here and bombard him with 
horrible comments, emails, forum posts, or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a nonstop thing. And that's why we've taken up the crusade of, of troll killing. And, um, well, that's why you've become the, uh, the troll whisperer. Well, I, 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 I pacify them before. If we can pacify them. You use the carrot and the stick. Yeah, if we can use diplomacy to, to turn the troll, because sometimes the best ally that you can have is the former troll, because you know the mind of the troll. And you're able to, um, you know, you're able to combat them. But, you know, I, I don't have a problem with uh, killing the troll either. So, so basically you're taking the, the, the Captain Picard approach of <laughs> speak softly with a British accent and carry a big load of photon torpedoes. Uh, possibly, yeah. I mean, if, if we could relate this more to Kirk, I'd, I'd identify <laughs> with a lot more than Picard. But um, <laughs> I don't think diplomacy... I think dip cowboy diplomacy was more Kirk's forte than... <laughs> What would normally be considered diplomacy? Space Reaganomics. <laughs> yes. But um, you know, let's let's. I want to turn the focus back specifically to um, McGee's website because um, you know one thing that always struck me about his website was um, you know he kind of approached sort of the old school journalistic yeah. style where he would just post. He was you know uh, to quote uh, Dragnet just the facts. You know if there was some. Thing from seed coming out he would post you know this yeah. thing is coming out from seed you know he wouldn't post though I don't know why you'd want to buy it because it's a piece of crap <laughs> you yeah. know if there was something from a common writer he would post it he would this guy like never shared his opinion about anything mm. but as he details um, just because he posted about something people would take that to mean that he's for or against a certain thing. Yes. He specifically mentions that people were, that because he was posting about like Xeon suits, that people thought that he was like a pro-Xeonist. I'm guessing this is the, uh, <laughs> the fascist apologist faction. Yeah. And he says like, no, I just, I just like Xeon designs. This, 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 was, this was the stuff that came out this week, and I'm posting about the new, cool new Zaku 2 that's coming out. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and we're definitely going to get into this more with uh, with Andres when he uh, yeah. returns to the internet. Mm -hmm. But um, I do want to touch upon it briefly, and something that he mentioned that uh, I've seen a lot of is people being incapable of separating the show from the robots. Yeah. And that he would get heat from posting about like things that are coming out because from a specific show and people don't like that show. Yeah. And I never had a problem with this because I can like the designs from a show and not like that show itself you know perfect example um no fan of of destiny for the most part because of all the things that happen in it right. but uh it's got some great mecha designs uh, you know the savior is a great mecha design i love the savior uh the windham the dagger l mm -hmm. hell yeah uh some of the ships all very nice designs i can enjoy those designs Without. Despite not liking the show, some of the revamped Zaku's too. You know, it, it put a new spin on a lot of old suits in that show, which is another cool thing about it. But you know, except, we can separate that. Except for the red Zaku, I will never forgive them about that. That's more about the pilot than the actual. Zaku. I'm just saying, any shade of red. <laughs> That's the one piece you wish was missing. <laughs> but anyway, it's like there's lots of people who. You know, just because they don't like a specific show, that extends to the merchandise of that show. And that if you like the merchandise for that show, you must be a fan of that show. And wah, 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 wah,
and like the bitching just spirals on from there. He also mentions people bitching about things getting released, like why is this crappy show getting this merchandise released but not this show, you know, or you know how come this thing's getting released as an HG and not as a master grade? I want a master grade of this, or I want a perfect grade of that, and if it's not a perfect grade or a master grade, it's garbage. Like they're talking to the the president of merchandising at Bandai, you know. It, <laughs> well, but here's the thing: as uh-huh. as as we've touched upon before. Uh, you know, a lot of these people who are frothing at the mouth, mad about this stuff, they, they, buy it. they don't understand business. Yeah, they don't. You know, if a certain show is popular now, like say Double O, don't you think Bandai's going to spend most of their time releasing Double O and and hit and strike while the iron's hot? Exactly. Isn't that just the sensible thing for a company to do? Well, not only that, but even within Double O, I mean, there might be some things that do well, and they might just say they they might have done some research or something like that and let's say like some some grunt suit you know people liked it or not they may test to see what it is right. by doing just like an hguc or something like that you know a smaller version not do something where there's a lot of uh and and see well if this does well maybe we'll put it up to master grade or perfect grade or whatever so i mean a lot of the stuff is all like you said it's all it's test common, marketing it's, it's common sense yeah. business practices i mean double o and unicorn are popular now so that's where you're going to see the majority of the push you know we're now getting into it's been three years since uh double o first aired so of course it's still riding high because of the movie that just came out but uh you know eventually double o will start to give way when whenever the new tv show starts and they'll start focusing on that you know, Unicorn will still keep going for a while because it's got such a long production schedule, but eventually Unicorn will be gone. Yeah. And then uh, that'll give way for whatever the next big OAV is. This is just the natural cycle of things. You know, I, I don't think that you had, back in 1985, a bunch of angry fans like, Ooh, what's all this Zeta Gundam crap? Just give me original series. Yeah. <laughs> they were happy and, and to get you, whatever they got, probably. Yeah, and, if you, and if you did have that, it was probably like a few guys. Yeah, but um, you know the central thing about this also is all people who complain about oh why are they you know forcing all this double O stuff or this seed stuff or all this crap on us. Uh, the same point that I made with uh, the Straight Talk Express about uh, Devil May Cry. No one's forcing you to buy it. Yeah, exactly. Not a soul. If you if you can't stand uh, seed and you can't even acknowledge that it has some good mecha designs and you just hate it through and through, or you hate Double O in the exact same way. Not a person in this world is forcing you to have to buy uh, those gunpla. Yeah. If you think that you know UC or whatever is the best thing, there's a zillion kits that you can buy of that. Yeah. You know, or if you think that um, you know the RX-78 has been hoard out to death, <laughs> no one is forcing you to buy 20 versions of the RX-78. Exactly. You can buy the one or two that you like, or better yet, none at all. Yeah. So this is the thing. It's like being a fan of these things, it's a proactive choice. You can choose to what degree you want to be involved. No one is forcing you to buy anything. If you don't like right now that they're, you know, releasing unicorn stuff, then just wait a while and eventually they'll start releasing something else. I mean, how many freaking lines are there? You've got to the point now that... um, you know, Bandai has gone and uh, they've expanded beyond HGUC and you've got, you know, HGAW and, you know, HGFC and HGAC. Yeah. You know, and they're releasing all of these kits from Wing and G and X in uh, 144 scale. 
re-releasing them in much nicer versions than what they originally got when their shows were airing because some of those shows, Wing especially, their 144s were garbage. (laughs) Absolute garbage. And now they're getting nice new HG versions, taking advantage of all of the new design styles and, and modeling technologies. Exactly. You know, now is the best time there is to be a Gunpla fan because you're seeing stuff like, you know, technology from master grades uh, finding its way down now even into like HGs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, and, and, Bandai's and, experiment of the, the real grade series that Andres yeah. talked about, which, you know, takes some of the elements that you would see in like the MG and the PG and puts them all the way down into a 144 kit. That's a pretty neat thing. Or like the the 160s who are like, they're like the, they're like the perfect grade, but they're not as, they're not as detailed, so they go together a lot easier. Right. And, yeah. you know, like the, the Exia that I have, it's basically the same size of a perfect grade, but it took less time to put together that Exia 160 than it did to strike. Right. Which is the same size, so... There's so much choice, yeah. and one of the points that Nagi mentioned was, you know, if instead of obsessing so much about whatever the next release of anything is, um, there's so many things that have already come out that you can enjoy. Exactly. I mean, he said, you know, something like, there's like eight releases per month. Is there nothing that pleases you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, and, it's, uh, and it's true. Instead of, you know, because I see this all the time, like whenever there's... Um, speculation about like what the next master grade is going to be i see like all these people like complaining back and forth like oh but i hope it's you know this thing it's like no that's a piece of crap that's a sh- that thing <laughs> shit man who wants that that's garbage eh. and it just turns into this war all because of the show itself rather than the robot yeah and i'm sure that when we get back to this topic that that andres could uh, shed some light on it you know being uh, such a prolific modeler yeah and uh you know perfect example um I know that uh, Andres was not so pleased with season two of Double O, but he's got a lot of Double O stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a perfect example of you know being able to divorce the show from the robot and being able to enjoy the mecha design, even if you don't enjoy you know the place where it comes from. Well, um, th- does Andreas is he supposed to cash in on the Solbro guarantee? Because <laughs> Solbro did guarantee that if you're a Mecha fan, you would love season two of Double O. So I guess I think, him... well, I-, I think you should bring that up next time. So him and Zambot three from Yusumi-Con. Oh, I got pocket lint for him, just like just like I promised. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Big Baller here got pocket lint now. Pocket lint right here, boy. Yeah. A handful, a fistful. Yeah. But um, <laughs> well, back to your whole point about the whole thing of like if you don't like something don't watch it. it 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 always reminds me i i used to be um when howard stern was on regular radio i used to be a pretty big listener and that was always his contention it's like you know if you don't like what i'm talking about you don't have to listen and it's and it's it's the same thing that holds true with this if you don't if you don't like seed or destiny or wing or whatever don't bitch about them. Just don't watch them. You know, nobody's forcing you to buy the model kits. Nobody's forcing you to buy the DVDs. Just Venda does not have a gun to your head. But then the other thing is, products. as you know, people that are modelers, I could understand. You know, as a modeler, you'd want to, you would like to design as something, and you would figure, okay, I can divorce myself from. Okay, maybe I wasn't a huge Destiny fan, but man, the Savior was a pretty cool suit, or you know, or something in G or something like that. It's just it is really stupid and it, it's it just gets to be probably the best way of, of describing it in a word is petty. I mean it's just like really petty dumb stuff and um you know it, it it's got to be frustrating. It's you know it's uh, and you know it goes back to even the things that we said before when it comes to you know this being a business and also when it comes to um 
you know, people, they bitch and complain about something and, and this, the, the times that these companies do respect their wishes and start to do something and then they still don't buy. So it is, it is always kind of like that crying wolf thing and it, and it's just a mess. Well, it's back but. to the old, you know, the old, the old refrain of always looking for an excuse not to buy something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think also we have to keep in mind that, um, a lot of the people who bitch and complain about each and every single thing are, are young and stupid. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm 30, so uh, I'm at the end of my life. And, you know, as, as, I, as I go into my sunset days, you know, I, I look back, you know, I, I just say to myself, I'm, I'm too old. Uh, Danny, to quote Danny Geller, I'm too old for this shit. Well, I, I think I got, I've got better things to do than to just be so hateful about something. Oh, my God. I'll be honest with you. I think a lot of this comes down to the, the, the thing of, and I see this in anime, I see this in video games, I see this in, in a lot of these things is at a time this was just a hobby or something you enjoyed now people are making it into lifestyles yeah and it's like i hate to tell all these people that i enjoy video games i've been playing video games for a long time doesn't matter what system it is and by the way if you get the new 2k11 nba 2k11 it is awesome <laughs> that's what they say um but the jordan challenges are harder than hell um way to shoehorn that in yeah exactly <laughs> but but the, but the thing about it is it's not a lifestyle it, it, you know, um, and I'm, well, you, you mentioned sports and, you know, for a lot of people, that's a lifestyle. <laughs> well, no, and I'll be honest with you. I, I played, I played football in high school and college. And I'm talking about guys who like, you know, every day, even if they're even every Sunday, yeah. even if they're just sitting at home, they got face paint on and they're wearing no, their jerseys. Th and th this is what I'm about to say. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody, I, you know, I had a scholarship to play football in college and stuff like this. I hate fantasy football. I hate all that crap <laughs> because it's just stupid. And it, it, it is. It is. It's ridiculous. But my and it's not a lifestyle. I, I've worked with people that sit there and they live and die and they breathe fantasy football. It's like, oh my God, will Cedric Benson get me a hundred yards this game and two touchdowns? Oh God, Peyton Manning, he got a stinger the other game and blah blah. And it's like, are you serious? Are you absolutely serious? But 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 my my point of everything is, it's not a lifestyle. I mean, these are things that you enjoy. I mean, a lifestyle is the culmination of the things that you enjoy in your life and who you are. And, and the only thing that's worse than that than those freaks are freaks who sit around on Sunday. The afternoons talking about robots <laughs> for a podcast. Well, little, you know, back to back to our question about a video podcast. Little do they know that I'm dressed up as the RX-78 right now, oh, man. <laughs> complete with beef and, and Gundam penis. No. <laughs> wow, TMI. <laughs> yeah. I can see why they want this video podcast, huh? <laughs> see now, now, now there to 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 uh, to our uh, listener Casball. That's the thing. You never know what we're wearing or not wearing. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm RX-78, Solbro, Pink Saku, yeah. and uh, you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> with with, gun, with uh, gun tank sitting nearby. Gun tank is uh, in, in reserve, always, always in reserve. But I, I mean, back to my point, though, it's it's just the thing of like, you know, if this is what's going to define you, then you really need to take a look at look at your life because I don't define myself on the certain things that I enjoy, and you know, and I don't I don't sit there and I don't you know just because somebody doesn't like something that I do or something that I like, I'm not going to sit there and just be like, oh, you're the most horrible person on earth, and you know, you should die, and why would you even think of that? That's you know, it's like, oh God. But you yeah, know. If, you, if you like the prequels, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars prequels. <laughs> the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. Uh, you you don't got taste, but you know, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
But that's an argument. But you're not going to sit there and say that these people need to die. And no, you're no. stupid. And you know how would you waste your money on buying all this crap and all this other stuff? And it, it, you know, and and that's the thing. It's like it's an all or nothing thing with these people. You know, I I, I felt the taste of the troll when it came to my comments of Ava. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and it's funny because the comments that I said they weren't even what the trolls were bitching about. It was just the fact that I said Ava dislike in a same sentence, and they're like, incredible troll rage. <laughs> and I mean, I, I can remember when Chris was doing reviews of uh, the first seed on MHQ, and I, I used to see all these people on uh, the forum at that at that time, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, Chris hates seed and all this stuff, and I'm like. I don't even know where they're getting this from. It's like, okay, he's a little critical of certain things that they've done. But in the end, aren't we all? I mean, nothing's perfect. I think Zeta Gundam's probably one of the best UC shows there are. Mm-hmm. But I'll sit there and tell you back and forth, there's a couple of things outside of COTS that uh, could have been, um, you know, could have been taken care of or done in, that I would have liked to seen done. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. But, I mean, nothing's perfect and nothing ever will be. And I don't know. It's like trying to it's trying to dissect the mind of a troll. It's uh, it's ridiculous. And uh, I think actually, if we were to if we were to have like uh, the the stormtrooper brigades of killing trolls, that would be cool. But then that would that but that also would go against everything about when it comes to like people's free speech. And I think that's where people just have to realize that you know we can all agree to disagree when it comes to certain things but it should never become personal and it should can never become you know aggressive or um, well, derogatory or anything like that it's funny you mentioned that because a lot of uh, a lot of trolls who originate from america it's like oh it's free speech i have the right to say you know blah 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 yada yada it's like yeah you do but um the things that you say don't happen in a vacuum well i, I always tell people you, it's you like you can't free- say something and not expect to be criticized you do not you do not have a constitutional freedom from criticism. Well, it's like I always tell people when it comes to freedom of speech is freedom of speech protects the speech that we're not that we don't agree with. I mean, everybody can protect, you know, you'll fight for the speech that you agree with. And there's a lot of things that are very horrible that people think that say or something like that. And you still have to give them the same respect. But in the end, you should never make it where it's so derogatory or anything like that. And and I, I feel bad for uh Nagee. And, you know, if we're ever able to get him on the show and speak with him, I definitely would love to hear, you know, some of his other things because, you know, this is, you know, for somebody that was just sitting there trying to do something that was just nice and informative to people and try to, you know, help those people that are interested in one thing and, you know, to help gain their interest and stuff like that in there. um, It's a horrible thing that, you know, people would have to sit there and crap on him Mm -hmm. and, and all this stuff and... You know, and, and now we lose a pretty good source. You know, each each time I would go to that site, it was just got better and better each yeah. time. His and now it's gone. His coverage and, really. It, and what it discourages, it discourages the next guy. That's like, you know yeah. what? I liked what he did. But why am I going to do it now? Because they sat there and they basically friggin' ran this guy out. It's a thankless job, you know, yeah. and it's that's the biggest tragedy of all of it. You got a lot of people. Who thank God you, we're man. here because we're in the, we're I'm in the troll killing business and business is looking good. <laughs> And uh, You're doing it forever, then. Exactly. <laughs> and like I said, if we're, we're fortunate enough to be a MegaCon next year, if you're a troll and you want some, bring it. Step up. Bring it. We look forward to it. I, 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 I put all you trolls out on. Oh, on my God. There. And if, you atta- and if you sneak attack one of us, we're all going to beat you down. Because <laughs> that's how we roll. Me and Chris, are from, we were born and raised in South Florida. And we're nuts. 
So that's how we, 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 we will fight for our brothers. Trolls. Got a little Scarface in y'all. Nice. No. Well, he might. I'm not. I'm what? not Cuban. Exactly. <laughs> he might. I didn't, I'm come, not. I didn't come around no boat. <laughs> or do <Yeah>. coke. <laughs> nice. Broward County, bitch. I, I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking maybe the closing of this, this segment requires a Scarface clip now. <laughs> and not the obvious one. Because if I, if I ever have to hear that again, say hello to my little friend. Oh, I'd rather puke. Shoot that piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I would say in closing, um, you know, the, the, the same thing that I said uh, in the Straight Talk Express about Devil May Cry. You know, hobbies are supposed to be for fun. Exactly. You know, I, I play video games for fun. I watch anime for fun. I build mm-hmm. model kits for fun to enjoy them, not, you know, to argue about them. So or define me, you know, they're they're not what's defines you and it, it's it's like, you know, one of these things if people ever sat down and talked to us outside of this, mm-hmm. and I'm sure even the people that we've met at like various conventions and stuff, they find out that we're just not gunum gunum gunum, you know, mecha mecha mecha. And it's like, you know, we have brains and and <laughs> and it's like these are just hobbies that we do and we yeah. enjoy them. We don't mind it's, speaking about them, mm-hmm. but we're not going to get in like, oh, heated discussion, blah blah blah. You it's, know, it's part, you. it's part of our lives, not our lives. So, you know, it's yeah. just, just, you know, how it is. Uh, some people, though, they're too young to, to really grasp that fact. Don't worry. Reality will settle in one day. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. I don't necessarily think it's always an age factor either. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it's just a... I think, stupidity knows no age. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't think that's the thing. It's like I said earlier, the fact that the internet has empowered a lot of people. And given a voice and a lot to of those. people that felt like they never had a voice in things. This yeah. is now a time that they have a voice. And they can sit there and they can go after things, not really realizing that, you know, in the end, there's a lot of old school people that are just like, you know, if I want to talk to you, talk to me straight up like a man. Yeah. And if you're not going to be a man, then you're not a man. Instead of being But you can never underestimate (laughs) the influence of uh, age and experience. That too. And, you know, maybe maybe we're all just tilting at windmills here with, uh, you know, imploring people to to be more reasonable about things. But, you know, it really just does come down to being aware that people have different opinions and that there's nothing wrong with people having different opinions. Because if we were all the same, what would be the point? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It would be like the anime cliche of, like, you know, how everyone wants to, like, you know, make every everyone's minds all the same you know to bring peace to humanity what would be the point of that I everyone mean, thought the same about everything no individuality not a destiny plan i'm talking like you know frontier and even alien yeah. and all these things like let's just merge all of humanity together into why one. can't we just all understand each other and think the same thing and it's like exactly i mean and some people just take things to ridiculous uh, stream and I'll, I'll share this little closing story uh to wrap this up, mm-hmm. um, I remember that when I was reviewing Seed, and obviously my opinion of some episodes was not uh, so high, I would get emails from people telling me that uh, because I was criticizing Seed, that I was destroying Gundam fandom in America. Wow. That makes no sense. And I'm thinking to myself, how, how can one moron on one website <laughs> single-handedly destroy a fandom of a franchise? And, and if that fandom is so weak that one moron on one website could have that effect, what does it say about that franchise? Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, I'm going to have my opinion. Yes, you know, I, I talk about Gundam ceaselessly for the last 10 years because I want people to experience it and enjoy it. That doesn't mean that I'm a cheerleader, you know, who's just going to be blindly waving my flag at anything. 
or, right. or blindly giving uh, guarantees of a second season of a show. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, you know, there's things I'm going to like, there's things I'm not going to like. I'm not going to be blindly cheering for it. If Bandai wants to hire me to be a PR guy, then, you know, hey, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 the, and the thing about it, too, is, and yeah, and I would say that, too, when it comes to Bandai, wink, wink, we give you lots of press all the time. Um, but you know, the other thing is, is like, I'm, I'm sure people can sit and I, I think people don't realize and I, I see this sometimes with comments, uh, on our particular shows. And I think there's this, this thing where people think that like when we like mess with Soulbro or we mess with each other about, you know, Soulbro's guarantee and stuff like that. None of that's a malicious anyway. A lot of that's just joking. We just do that in a joking fashion. You do? Yeah, <laughs> we do. I'm, I'm being an ass. Go ahead. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's your thing. Um, You're welcome. But, <laughs> you know. So. Hey, hey, hey. It's only because you give us so much ammunition. Yeah. Oh, man. That's that's why I'm here. Yeah, if, you'd, if you'd never opened up your damn mouth three years ago and said the, the legend of King Arthur. Yeah, you, you were a little extreme on that. Then... You know, so many years of jokes would have never happened. Yeah, I know. You got to remember, if you listen back to some of those old episodes, we let you go on for it for a long time. <laughs> Until one day we were just like, what the hell is he seeing? <laughs> is he watching the same show that we're watching? It's like, I'm not seeing this. The guy was in there for 30 seconds this episode. <laughs> he was great. I don't know, man. My boy's going to do it. My boy's going to hold something. Something. Man, uh, you know, it's going to be coming. And I, I, I don't know. So what, what Adam was watching was he was watching the the next show on the block after Defender of Destiny, <laughs> The Legend of the King. The Legend of the King. I mean, I, I don't do a great Followed impression. Followed by Judo and the Junkyard Kids. Judo. I wasn't doing a great a, a impression as uh, the general does because he does a rookie. <laughs> oh, my man. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I, I mean, you know, but it, I don't know. It, it's just, this all sickens me. And all, all you bastards that, uh, that, you know, do this stuff, and we'll, we'll continue to fight you. I'm gonna drink myself to death because of all of you. No, I'm not gonna drink myself. I'll drink myself for other things, not you. <laughs> but, no. but you might want to pick that time. Might want to pick me early in the morning, MegaCon, to mess with me. Because after three, that's when the drinking starts happening. Woo! Party on! But all right. Uh, any closing <laughs> comments on this train wreck? No, I'm good. I, th I think we I think we covered a lot over this last hour. Well, uh, definitely, um, we'll come back to this very soon in a shorter fashion because uh, when we have Andres on, we'll just be focusing specifically yeah. on the, uh, the gunpla aspect. So right. you can watch for that. Hopefully in the next episode, we'll just have to see about scheduling uh, since this unfortunately just came up at the very last minute. Mm -hmm. But uh, you're listening to Gundam at MHQ, and we'll be right back after some corporate whoring. <laughs> Can't you stop saying fudge all the time? It's boring, Tony. Boring? What's Boring. You're boring. Fly, Billy, don't fly. Come on, bacon. You do coke and you kill people. That's wonderful, Tony. I got a buddy junk for a Start talking and talk fast, you lousy bum! We've been frantically trying to reach you, dude. Where is my goddamn money, you bum? Well, well we... I, 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 I don't... They did not receive the money, you nitwit! They did not receive the money! Her life was in your hands! This is our concern, dude. No, man, nothing is f here. Nothing is f No, man. The goddamn pl-
plane has crashed into the mountain! Whatever you do, don't let the reactor temp get too- You mean like this? We are so screwed. With our luck, I'm really not surprised we're stuck defending the entire city again. Quit being such a whiny bitch, Asuma! We're 900 Artesia. Your call is very important to us, so- Amuro, how did you get this number? He also didn't use protection when we were riding, and then he just pulled out without letting me finish. Then he threw some money at me and drove away, and then he- What? Maybe it's something psychological, you know? I'm sure a lot of guys cry for their mommy once in a while. Don't touch me! Put on your lying pants, Asuma. We're gonna go frame God. Yar, the old girl the as tight as her captain. You know, I'm beginning to not care anymore. Remember that thing that keeps us in the air and not on the ground? You mean the drive system? Yeah, it escaped. Into the mountains. God damn it! I hope it finds a good home. Watch Gadget Ren Studios Mobile Suit Gundam Abridged! Now with 33% more awkward! Check it out at www.youtube.com slash Studios. Get rid of everything that creates hate. Everything that helps make it grow. Alright everyone, this is Sil Bosby. And you've heard about... Judo! Judo... Judo Washita. Judo and the Junkyard Kids. Well, this fall on WSBR, they're gonna be coming to your home. Uh, annoying pest! What are you looking at? <laughs> You're being mean, Judo. Why won't you play with me? Judo is under my control. Join Judo as they go against all the wackiness with the Mashima and the Junkyard guy. And you learn a little things in the end. That's it. This fall, Judo and the Junkyard kids on WSBR for your DVR favorites. Judo, you just watch. I'm gonna get you this time. Here's to being dead. You're taking this extremely well. Taking what extremely well? That I'm here. I don't give a goddamn if you're dead, or time traveling, or the ghost of Christmas past. All I care about is this whiskey. So bottoms up, get the hell out of my house. All right, everyone, uh, welcome back. That was episode 64 of Gundam and MHQ, i.e. the Straight Talk Express episode. And um, Straight Talk Express got a lot of uh, lot of work out on this one. I think it's going to be needing a whole engine overhaul, new tires, uh, oil change, stuff like that. Get all the, the tea bagging smell out of there. <laughs> and um, I got a guy in Jersey. <laughs> And uh, I guess the, the 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 subtitle of that is kind of the troll kill episode because we uh, we we had a straight talk express at the beginning like we normally do, but we also took a uh, uh, the segment was a straight talk express segment dealing with uh, the death of the Nigig Kiang uh, blog and and some of his reasons outside of my killing of it. And like I stated earlier in this episode, all other websites that I have uh, mentioned in past Neo's News, you're on, no, you're on point because uh, it's coming. You don't know when it's going to come, but it will come. But uh, before we move on, uh, Chris, any MHQ matters that you need to uh, deal with or like to talk about? Uh, no. Uh, Chris, any, uh, how's the Emperor and Dennis? Are, were they not there this weekend, or? They're, 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 they're on vacation. They're on a, they're on a road trip together. <laughs> Talk about a they're video doing, podcast doing, I'd like to see. They're doing the classic American road trip. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to all the, all the little roadside attractions throughout the, throughout the country? Yes, and they, they, they even brought, uh, the roaming gnome with them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see those pictures. Dennis, the emperor, and the Roman gnome in front of like the, you know, like uh, what is it, that big uh, giant statue? Like, in, 
I don't know. I saw this thing a couple months ago where they're talking about roadside attractions, like these silly roadside attractions. Like giant balls of yarn. Yeah, stuff like that. Like there's like one some building I think in the northeast. It's like looks like a milk bottle. Oh wow! <laughs> it's like, it's like I just know that that poor gnome is thinking to himself, "Oh my, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> Am I going to die?" <laughs> Exactly, with those two crazies. Lots of drinking on that one. Yeah, with Dennis at the wheel, you know. You, you know <laughs> <laughs> and if there's any state troopers out there listening to us, uh, just give him a pass. He, he he knows what he's doing. He's, he's a good drunken driver. Just watch Matt Cross, too. You'll, you'll see what we're talking about. Maybe they'll have some, uh, some like, a, a road roadcast when they get back. Exactly. Nice. But, uh, all right, Chris, well, that's good. Uh, Solbro, any uh, podcast guest appearances or, um, you know, did you, did you did you travel to Hollywood this weekend to record something with, you know, Steven Spielberg or something? I, I sure didn't. I I am I'm I'm solely exclusive to Gundam. This episode uh, I didn't. This episode, not, this episode, not previous one. Not pre- where it was like I, I like to say that I'm on the 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 ABC podcast and uh, you know anybody that likes that. And this week I'm guest starring on the Gundam podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should start up a TV podcast. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely got the criteria for it. You, 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 you could start up a DVR cast. DVR yeah. cast, man. So, so. SBR What's is DVR. <laughs> oh, God. What's on the DVR this week with Soul Bro? Man. No, I, I didn't appear on any podcast at all. So, yeah. but. Well, like normal, we'd like to encourage everybody to go to our few sponsors that we have because... Um, the more money you make for us, the better it is for you. Not really, but it is. So uh, definitely uh, support Petco and GoDaddy. I'm sure you know if you've already bought your web domain, buy another one yeah. just to support us. And uh, if you need more kitty litter, buy more because uh, it all goes into our pockets for um, hookers and beer and wild trysts on the in Monaco. If so, only. Exactly. <laughs> But, hey, wait, um, I haven't heard about any of this stuff before. What have I been missing out on? Oops. <laughs> oops, I never mentioned this, huh? <laughs> but uh, we will join you in a couple weeks for episode 65. We'll actually be drawing Social Security after that point. Uh-huh. And, going uh, to syndication. Going to syndication, too. Right. And um, syndication on the Bandai channel. Joke, joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be the day? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, maybe maybe the reason why we haven't heard from them is because they're waiting for us to hit episode sixty-five. They didn't think we would make it to that point. <laughs> or, so, or you know what? Maybe we can we can be lucky like Kevin Smith and get on on Sirius XM. Oh, I know. Oh, that's right. He's got his podcast on on there now. That's freaking awesome. Not really, because we're not on there. Oh. It should be us besides him. <laughs> I've, I've had enough of Kevin Smith. Maybe uh, we need to start talking about uh, like fleshlights and weird drug adventures every episode. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Things up. We'd have to get Fleshlight as a sponsor, so that, that, that'd be a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> That's who he's got as a sponsor? Yes, seriously. Oh, wow. For real. Getting paid. <laughs> oh. That's freaking. That's he found some. He found some way to make it work for him. <laughs> he must have the troll audience. There you go. Um, Soul Bro, what websites would you like us to look at? <laughs> always, always peep the um, the main site mahq.net, um, the Mecha and Anime headquarters, and always always go to uh, Gundam.net for episode uh, listings and latest information on all the new episodes and what's going on with us. And you can find us on iTunes and reach us by email by sending us messages to Gundam mahq 
at gmail.com. But, uh, yeah, we'll join you in a couple weeks for episode 65. And uh, you're listening to Gundam at MHQ. Take it easy. The viewers don't want to see this. They don't want to see our side losing. Why don't you shut up? Just do your job and fly. What do you think war is? It's not a variety show. War is tragedy. We're not trying to win ratings. We must report the truth as it is. Open your eyes and take a good look. (gasps) UN Spacey is not undefeatable. Space is vast, but we make an arrogant assumption that the Earth is the center of the universe. Do you think Earth has the greatest culture? Bullshit. Stop thinking you know anything about culture. You don't even know the meaning. Help me pray for oneself from the ghetto. Gundam at MHQ is a Shinjuku station in MHQ production. Put a blessing on your Lord. Would you please put a blessing on? We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this special message. How's it going, eh? Today's movie on the Universal National Network is a classic, starring in the two comedic geniuses of North American cinema from the 20th century, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Entitled Strange Brew, it chronicles the heroic adventures of two latter-day Renaissance men, or, to use the correct 20th century terminology, hosers. We give it three thumbs up. 